With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Ah, yes. Thank you. That's our new theme song. If you didn't tune in yesterday, welcome to a new year. Yeah, yeah, we came back. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy Lunar New Year we established in the program. Happy Easter in advance. Uh, thank you for all your support on day one of our program. This is Breakfast with Vossi and Brandy. You're listening on SEN 1170 AM here in Sydney, the home of sport. And for the first hour, we welcome you listening on SENQ 693 AM in Brisbane. Uh, Patton Hills will be along from 6 a.m. Queensland time. How is it up in Queensland there? We'd love to hear from you early this morning because the open line is open. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Come off the long run early. You know, get a call in early just to talk. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. And, of course, to all our listeners right across the world, wherever you're listening on the SEN app and the SEN network, good morning to you. Or I suppose, Brandy, uh, it, might be, it could be good afternoon. It could be good evening. Any, well, you could be listening anywhere in the world at the moment. You know, we've had calls from all parts of the globe previously. Yeah, we have, Vossi. Uh, we have Europe. Good morning. Uh, United <laughs> States. United States. Yeah. Well, it was their biggest sport. It was their biggest day yesterday, wasn't it? Um, in Vegas, where the rugby league will be in a couple of weeks' time. Uh, I looked at that stadium yesterday and thought, mm. boy, where? Are the, how far are they pushing out the sidelines? And that mm. field could be, it could be a lot narrower than the six metres they're saying will be chopped off. Oh, dear. Yeah. Oh, dear. That's gonna, did did, you, did you check the field out? It's only 48 well, metres wide. It's, and there's e- not every much shot room. I saw, I was impressed. Every shot I saw, I was impressed. But no, it's, once I see it with a skinny. naked eye, I yeah. suppose it's not going to be... It's, it, it's a stunning stadium, isn't it? Like, the, oh, 100%. From, from outside looking in, it's, it's, a, yeah. it's a brilliant stadium. Do you want to talk Super Bowl straight off the top? Because I, I think we need some backing music, uh, Lieutenant Dan, if you could. Well, uh, why could we not? A little bit of, yeah, let's get a little bit of Usher. What? No, no, Usher. We've got some Usher there. Do we have to play Usher? Yeah, we have a bit of Usher right. in the background just to get the vibe. Yeah, okay. The vibe of yesterday. I'll go hand on heart. I'll, I'll, I'll go first. I watched and listened, listened to a lot of um, Jared's because it's out on the road. I, I don't have time to sit in front of a TV and watch a match of that length. Mm. But I must say, I took in more of that Super Bowl yesterday than I had any other time. And I was there watching uh, when the final play, Patrick Mahomes comes up with a pass and a touchdown and all the rest. So am I more of an NFL fan now than I ever have been, Brandy? The answer is an emphatic yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, I've, I've been a fan for, for a long time, Vossi, but I think this year I have watched more. Uh, now, I was like you. I I was in and out of the room, and I was in the car. I listened to a bit of Jared's call, which was fantastic again. Um, 
What about our, what, what the Australian version that comes to me? I really now I don't know how people felt about this. Did they really want to see Nick Rewalt on our coverage? I I didn't want to hear Nick Rewalt. What he thought of NFL? No, I, no. Nick, no. Go and find a seat out in the stand somewhere yeah, and stay yeah. there. Get the Americans in to talk about the Good point. The NFL. Good point. Anyway, Good that's point. that. That was I, just I t- my my. I, Take on the pre-match. Mm. I tell you, it was good. Was uh, Ben Graham in, like Jared was great, but Ben Graham was fantastic mm. in the SEN commentary yep. uh, call. It was really, really good, breaking it all down. Um, but okay, so you as the longer-serving NFL fan out of ten, was it was it a great match? Like well, it's only the second time in Super Bowl history that you know they've what? gone to extra time. You know what? I I th- and my and 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 I had Tanya and Liam watching. Uh, in and out, mm. and uh, Tanya got. She said, "This isn't really that exciting." And I said, "She's given up." Well, you know what? It's it's close, and and even though the Kansas City Chiefs are are really the second best side out there, and that was for three quarters of the game, they they were the Forty ers looked much better. They just couldn't convert mm. their dominance into points, but uh, it, it it did liven up towards the end when. You know, Mahomes started running, but it was it was pretty. I thought it was pretty flat. Yeah. Okay. Happy to take your call. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Even if you just want to score it out of ten, score it out of ten. Um, the game, the game itself, the 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 event, score it out of ten. Uh, and if you want to go the Usher route as well, you can throw that in out of ten. Um, Taylor Swift, obviously the cutaway, the chugging the beer. Lovely moments, all of that. We'll talk a little bit more about that, but we've got a little rugby league issue. <laughs> mm. oh, 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 rugby league is back, baby. Thursday night, we're doing trial matches um, at Belmore, but the Broncos thought they'd, they'd, <laughs> they'd chalk one up early. And, uh, yeah, just a couple of the young fellas in the squad. No, no, Adam Reynolds, Pat Carrigan. Caught on phone, uh, scuffle. Do they go to Vegas? Are they going to Vegas? Like... <sighs> I watched it, I watched it back, and I watched it back, and I, I thought, oh, well, look, we're going to talk more about it later with Michael Carianis and mm. that, and we'll play some audio. Did someone say it had been a pretty been quiet summer? Yeah. Just, yeah. In, just, just yeah, in time for the Vegas. trials to start this week. Yeah. There's a bit of an off-field incident. Uh, we yeah. will delve a little bit deeper into it with Michael, with MC, well, when, when he joins us, Fossey. Well, I know people are going to want to have their say on it, mm. um, and the big point here is... What penalty? If there is penalty, can't be a trial match because these guys weren't going to play trials. So you know you can't suddenly say, "Oh, well, we'll ban you for you, know, you sit out the trials." Well, that's mm. not a penalty. The only penalty, if it is matches, is Vegas, and and the punishment cannot be any different just because Vegas is around the corner. But you can have your say on that. <laughs> and Payne Haas, he he's at the same club. He'll, he'll be wanting to zip the lips at the moment. He copped a week for treading on Albert Kelly's shoes. Well, well that, and that was that was ridiculous, wasn't it? When yeah, you well, saw that vision, right, even though league. the vision is never pretty, is it? Like when you're getting filmed and you are drunk, no. it never looks good. No. It, it, no, it doesn't look good. But here we've got the captain yeah. and the future captain, yeah, having a little yeah. bit of a, a wrestle. I'll, I will say this: if anyone refers, and, and we will move on at this mm. point, but if anyone refers to them as boys, or even young men, come on. Adam Reynolds may be the oldest player in the game at the moment. Jerry Evans, Adam Reynolds, Ben Hunt—they're the oldest players in the game. So please don't drop them out as boys and young men. 
Um, so, anyway, that's what we've got to deal with. Um, and uh, you can have your say on it. On the text as well, Edgewater Holmes text line. 0457-736-736. Light it up. Light it up. Yeah. Now, something we didn't get to yesterday. We spoke about what we did over the summer or our favourite sporting yes. moments, um, our highlights. My, mine was yep. mine was drinking um, drinking <laughs> spicy margaritas. and, and That was the highlight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, you, yeah. You coached a basketball team. Yeah. How did yeah. that uh, – and you, you, were, you said you watched still a going. lot of NBA. That, that, I what, have. The season's still going. So you're still coaching. Mm. You're I still watched being. a lot of those – if you've got an Instagram account, Brandy, you don't, do you? So you get bombarded with little reels come up. And then once you uh, click on a reel, let's say you've got an interest in basketball, they will then, you know, the, what is it, the algorithm or whatever, yeah, you the just algorithm. get bombarded with those clips keep coming in. I've heard about it. So I get all these clips of how Steph Curry shoots and all these drills and that. I'm, I'm just overloaded with information. Here's, let's cut to the chase. The team I'm coaching, Rod Wave Elite at the Mossvale Basketball Centre, mm. we have lost or had lost every game, <laughs> every game until last week. A win. So, so we've we've had a wretched, rich time of it. I, my my position was almost, um, yeah, I'm out the door. The board, <laughs> uh, yeah, I had the full support of the board. Um, zero. <laughs> I was like zero. And was there any the boys uh, trying their hearts out? Was was there any parents that? Uh, Gave you the tap on the shoulder and asked the overthrow. What, what were you actually like, doing with what, the like kids? Like Seinfeld impeached. <laughs> yeah. um, well, look, let's just put it this way. It's an under, and some parents would understand this, that, or coaches, junior coaches. So it's an under-16 comp. I've got a team full of 12 and 13-year-olds. So we're a bit, how do I put it? We're a bit vertically challenged in a lot, in a lot of games. You've got a lot of little Physically boys playing challenged. big boys. Yeah, yeah, they, they try their hearts okay. out, but, uh, you know, we've had injuries. We've had injuries. Nick broke his arm. Nick Blake, busted arm. So did Jeff, uh, was there any celebrating? Ham, hammy. Oh, Hammy. <laughs> yeah. uh, any celebrating yeah. after the win, after a dry spell? Oh, and then went out of bender. Three days, three-day bender. <laughs> yeah, started off at McDonald's, <laughs> then down to KFC. Wrestling. Porto. Bit of wrestling. Yeah, wrestling, <laughs> bit of fun. It was just on for the boys. And what we did is we, we uh, went red zone four, Brandy. I just want to throw it in there, a little coaching tactic. We read red zone four defence. Mm. And it worked. Yeah. yeah, it worked. It worked. And we won, you know, went down to the final minute. We are up by two and won by, won by five or six. It okay, was, so, no, you, great so, so you keep your job. All right, well, And the season's drawing well, to a close. It must be. There's a little problem because now rugby league comes back. It's a Thursday night comp. What's happening this Thursday night, Brady? Are you working? Yes. Yeah, exactly. So... The, the drama will be if they win without me, and then there's a real problem because <laughs> <laughs> my role is just irrelevant. Yeah, writing's nothing, on the wall. Nothing I can do. You know, one-on-one. I'm texting them during the week, you know, little messages. I'm writing notes, key points. I would say the coaching experience, enjoyable sort of, you know, but very, very tough, very challenging. Mm. Um, when you've got to try and lift a side out of haven't won a game. Yeah, tactically, I, I I think coaching coaching young kids is it's it's not easy. Uh, it's not easy, and and there's always that mm. the, you, there's always that bit of guilt thinking: Am I doing enough with them? Am I showing them enough? Uh, I tried to channel my inner Brian Gorgian, but I stopped short of the just famous get address. Your job where just done. do your job. Do your you. job. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I stopped short of that. But Paul Smith, if you're listening, and you know. King's coaching staff, if there's a position, well, they're I in trouble. now they might feel be better qualified. They might oh, be well, looking for someone. Me. me. Yeah. Breakfast show, Fox League, NBL coach. Maybe not that head coach, but, but assistant. Why not? To the yeah. assistant. <laughs> Assistants. Man manager. <laughs> yeah. 
Anyway, if I, I, I'd love to hear from you and your experience with coaching. If you want to pass on some advice to me and kids coaching, what have you learned? And, and I reckon we've got thousands of people who have coached junior teams, the good and the bad of the junior team. And I've told about the story of umpiring your own son and you can't give him out LBW first ball. Yeah, that's and things tough. like that. Yeah. Things like that that happen with junior teams. Share your experience this morning, one 1170 Zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. Hard for you with four boys. Have mm-hmm. you coached all four? Do you feel no? I, no, I didn't coach no. all four. I coached two. Right. Um, yeah. The other two had good coaches, no. so I only got involved just because I thought well, I'm watching watching training and thinking, yeah. no, it's yeah. not. No, it's probably not. They're not getting enough coaching, uh, and sort of stepped in when others stepped aside. But the other yeah. two were coached had good coaches so there was no need for me to get involved I'll round up the chat with this before the first game which is going back many months I'd written a team song so we could sing when we won right but that's, the, that's and pretty I, deep I had a that's photocopied paper sheet you know that we could you know yep. rod, we will leave, we, you know we mm. will not be beaten all that sort of stuff you know um, but then but you didn't win, so there was no need no, to sing No, that's it. right. So I stopped bringing the paper, and when we actually win a game, I didn't actually have it, and I couldn't remember the words. So. <laughs> yeah, team songs were never so, big so on my... no team song. No. Never got, never got done. No, we, yeah. we, we, we never had a team song. back, mm. Like in the 80s and 90s, there was no team now, song. Now, now just before a break, and, and diet's one area. I didn't address the boys on their diet, but um, school lunches story today. Now, this gets me... Mm. It gets me a little pissed, to be honest. Uh, school lunches. We've been told ham and cheese sandwiches are out in the school canteen. A ham and cheese sandwich well, is now out. Let me clarify. Let me clarify. Uh, there's, okay. it, it, so they've, they've gone to the, uh, <clears throat> the system of green light, amber, red light. So And, and they, they put a light to different so- types of food. So the fruit gets green, of course. Uh, the ham and cheese sandwich, toasty. Okay. Has got a red with a caution, what? so hang on. What? So you can't have at the at the at the tuck shop. You can't have ham and cheese every day. You can have it twice a twice a week. Why? So it's on the menu for twice. Well, they they said ham's bad. It's 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 Why not good Jack, for you. Well, you eat ham and you get Jack the Dancer. That's ridiculous. Well, apparently so. Thanks, Joel Kane there, Jack the Dancer. <laughs> I was talking rhyming slang with Joel yesterday. Oh yes, anyway, but yes. Um, so so there we go. So ham. so there is a there's there's an explanation to it. The, the headline says ham and cheese toasties banned from tuck shops. Well, not banned. They're just they've pulled them back a bit. Only, you well, only ha- get... if ham gives you cancer, every pig would be dead. Um, Dan, what have we got? It's rhyming slang. Yeah, we just get a bit of rhyming slang. What have we got for us? What do you got? Ah, what happened? That was me, Brighton. You brought less hands. Yeah. From the show yesterday, uh, the the, um, the phone charger. You know what Joel Kane calls a phone charger? No, an Usman. <laughs> Have you got an Usman? Usman Kawaja charger. <laughs> it's not quite, but no, that's Joel. Yeah. He's a legend. When it's windy outside, you're the indie. Uh, anyway, we digress. We really want your calls today. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy. The text line is lighting up. There's a lot to talk about: the good, the bad, the ugly, the weird, the unusual. We ham, cheese, toasties. Giddy up. We're here for Brighton's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness, contact Brighton's Lawyers. And, of course, being a Tuesday, Lee Hedgepentelis will join us after 8 o'clock uh, today. Remember, this show is all about you. So get on the lines right now and the text. Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy, home of sport, SEN. Great to have your company. Breakfast is powered by Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Welcome back to SEN, 11.70 a.m. in Sydney. 
Sunny morning, but a chance of a shower this afternoon. Wow. I, I, I didn't know that. Heading for 31 in the city, 34 in the west. Andrew, I'm, going, I'm, I'm on the golf course uh, this afternoon. So the, the weather is important. So the hands are up to it. Oh, the hands, hands are good. Fixed. The Viking hands are back. Yeah, they're not, like, they're not pretty. They don't no. look good. They're not pretty hands. Ooh, like, I'm, yeah, I'm, look at them. I'm not male hand modelling like uh, George no. Costanza, but no. they work. They get around. I can hold a club. I can hold a tennis racket. Mm. Uh, I can pick up a spicy margarita. Mm. That's, that's all I need to do. Uh, if you're in Brisbane, just to let you know a little bit about the weather ahead of uh, Patton Hills, top of 29 up there today. Chance of showers tonight. And plenty of you having your say on the Edgewater Homes text line, Edgewater Homes Mortgage Fund, up to $1,500 a month off your home loan. T's and C's apply. The text number is 0457 736 736. Let's start there, Brandy. Rip into these texts. Yeah, right from the top, uh, Western Sid says, can someone please explain why Nick Rewalt was on the ESPN team for the Super Bowl? Uh, he compares NFL to AFL. What a goose. LOL. Uh, Rewalt will slide in and take Vossi's coaching gig. Oh. Uh, now, Nick Rewald apparently lives in the States. So he lives in the States. But I, I'm, I said, of, mm. I said, well, so what? Does that mean because Nick's living in the States, he has to be on the, the Super Bowl coverage? I found myself muting a lot of the pregame. Mm. Mute. Muter. Mute. Margarita yep. Muter. Yeah. Uh, boys loved the Super Bowl but hated the Aussie coverage. There you go. Uh, Brandy, was the Super Bowl a good game? Every kickoff, they just kicked it dead. <laughs> Boring police, says yeah, Stingray. They do. They they kick they kick it dead. Um, mm. And I think that's more. I was waiting for them to make a decision and move the kickoff back further. So, but I think concussion, uh, player welfare. They don't want those players running into the wall of defenders that are sprinting mm. up the field. So I, I think it's I think it's very similar to the change that we've made in our in in rugby league. The rule change, Andrew. We haven't spoken about that. We didn't speak about that yesterday. The dropout and the kickoff. The dropout and kickoff rule, that has changed. And that is all around concussion. I can't get my head around the rules this early in the morning. I'm sorry. Um, this one, boys, I was just about to make Junior Pearl a Vegemite and cheese sandwich when I heard the tuck shop, chuck, tuck shop travesty. Yeah, TTT. Uh, TST, rather. I thought bugger it, ham and cheese it is. That's from our good mate, the Pearl. Well, he's, well he's Pearl, veggie, standing up. Well, veggie mite and cheese is good. That's there's nothing wrong with that. So they're just cutting out processed meats, and ham is a processed meat. I, I'm 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 with it. Sorry, wow. cut it yeah, down to two days. Yeah. You don't want you don't want um, the little fella eating ham five days a week. Why? Because it's not? it's processed meat, Andrew. We're learning about things, what, and what processed meat's no good. Leg ham. Nah, not you every. How's that processed? Not every not every day. Not every day. The world's crazy. The world is crazy. Um, this one from the Parramatta Powerball. <laughs> He's right. self-acclaimed. Don't worry about ham and cheese sandwiches. I grew up in an era where we had milk at school every morning. In the heat of summer, the milk was often left sitting in the sun, and we were made to drink curdled milk. Yes, I go back. The milk came in the little, you know, the little trolley, mm-hmm. and you sometimes you got the strawberry milk. It wasn't always just plain milk, but sometimes it was just. Just plain milk. No, most you of got it in t- the little bottles with the little yeah. foil top, and sitting out in the sun. Might have been curdled. I'm with the Parramatta Powerball. We we used no. to we used to just get plain milk, and it would sit in the sun, and you'd have to drink it. It was yeah. it was crook. Put me off milk. It turned me off milk. <laughs> really did. Uh, Mark says I heard on the weekend watching the Kings and Hawks game that the female ki- uh, Kings assistant coach 
has got a gig in the WNBA. Do you know anything about that? So the uh, WNBA. Fleur, Fleur McIntyre. Yeah, I think that is right. Right. I, I, I don't know what it's signed off on, but Fleur McIntyre, when you go along to a Kings game, she's um, she's been part of the uh, organization. She's won a couple of titles out here, I'm pretty sure. Fleur McIntyre with the With the WNBL? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So she's getting uh, quite a list, but got added to the Kings, the, the men's uh, staff this year. Um, but there, yeah, you know, the, there's plenty on the bench in uh, NBL and NBA, as you can appreciate as well. Um, Westy Hill, thanks for the feedback here. Coached a young kid side in soccer football. We won one game in three years, but the positive thing is that they kept rocking up week to week, giving all the best and having a fun, having fun. Couldn't ask for more. Well, that's true. My, my bunch of boys, they're, they're turning up. They're having a crack. Their first game after the holidays, school holidays, wasn't a good one. They, they came back a bit... <laughs> Bit, a bit I, could, I, could, I couldn't come up with anything Chichillian to fire them up. They were just, I was like, oh, geez, boy, they're in <laughs> slow motion here. We flogged. It was like 16 nil before we blinked. Uh, yeah. Rhino says, uh, you're not a huge fan of the NFL, Vossi, but you're a great commentator. If you were told by SEN that you were needed to call next year's Super Bowl, would 12 months of studying the rules and learning the game be enough time for you to be able to call it? Yeah, I think, yeah, he's yeah, you, you okay, pick could, up could, yeah. Well, you're looking at a bloke who'd never been to the snow and called sliding events at the Winter Olympics. So I called the skeleton, the So luge, that's another thing you've never done. <laughs> so so I'd, never, I'd never been to the snow, and there I was at the Winter Olympics up in the mountains in Whistler right. calling sliding events. No snow, no Bondi, no fish markets. And you know where I went bloke? last Sunday? I went to the oh, fish oh, markets. Yeah. Had a lobster fish. roll. It was so good. good. for you. It's good so you. good, the lobster roll. whoop e do oh, oh you uh, get 630. there it did get get there it's it's great the yeah, fish great. markets are great yeah fantastic uh 630 news is up next 5 30 if you're in brisbane we're straight back after the news with all the big sports headlines of the morning including that broncos off-field incident involving adam reynolds and pat carrigan stay with us on the home of sport in sydney sen 1170 a.m Vanessa, thank you. Breakfast is powered by Kubota for over 40 years. We've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. If you're just joining us, uh, here's some of what is making news. And Vanessa just read the story about the Bronco bosses who have read the Riot Act to the club's biggest stars. Well, the, the two Act. most seniors. Well, yeah, Riot Act, yeah. Um, Reynolds and Carrigan. Integrity Unit will investigate the footage. Uh, we'll chat about it uh, when we uh, join... When we're joined by uh, with uh, Michael Carianis, Fossey, but um, look, I don't think this sort of thing. I don't think it has any any impact on them playing this year. I don't, I'm not going to go. Well, you know, the there's club. a problem. There's a problem yeah. with the Broncos. I don't think so. But if you thought of uh, senior players at other clubs that were, and I, immediately I went, well, okay, you could compare those two with. Isaiah Young, Nathan Cleary. Can you imagine if they, if on a, after getting on the drink, they were filmed wrestling, and carrying on like that? I'd like I'd be destroyed. Like I go, what? What's going on? So, and I've been in situations like this, thirty or forty years ago, where blokes had wrestles, mm. not not today, mm. and I don't think it has any implications with how the Broncos will play this year, but it's not a good look. And nothing looks good when you're drunk. No. It's, no, it's not flattering. It's quote. not flattering. Great quote. Uh, audio, we have. So just try and imagine, try and visualise what you're about to hear. This, if you didn't catch up on the news last night on the uh, brouhaha. Adam! Oh, 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 
Good, that's it. Uh, wow. That's a surprise. That's, yeah. <laughs> Is that it? it was, I thought it was a bit longer than that. Try and visualise very briefly. Um, Do we you just think we need so to hear time, it again? Yeah, I will. I'll build our audience. Please, if you're driving, probably don't shut your eyes, but you know what I mean. Shut your eyes and now try and picture you know, a bit of people round, shirts, you know, drunk, staggering, and then you hear this. Okay. Oh, that's a surprise. Yeah, there's a clear image of it. Um, yeah, so more on that uh, a little later. Uh, Kansas City are uh, the Super Bowl champions for the third time in five seasons. Uh, beat the 49ers 25-22 in overtime. Here it was. Mahomes takes the snap, runs out right, throws. Hartman takes the catch, and the winning touchdown is scored. The legend of Patrick Mahomes grows. An overtime win as the Chiefs' kingdom becomes a dynasty and Patrick Mahomes heads off on his lap of honour. The well done, 49ers won the toss in the in overtime and decided to run the ball. They All no. the commentators, ex- excluding Nick Rewald, thought that was very <laughs> strange. <laughs> Rewald? <laughs> well, he had no idea. He, no, just, he, he no. wasn't sure. But... Uh, uh, so they decided to run the ball, and they gave Patrick Mahomes that opportunity. What no one mentioned was, was that the 49ers, to go four points clear, uh, to go to 17-13, missed the conversion. Now, what's the conversion rate? Would it be 90% or more? Probably higher. 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 95%. I Nick Rewald. I'm just throwing that out there to tire the... (laughs) Tapping into my inner Nick Rewald. Yeah. So the conversion missed by the 49ers Mm. to go four points clear. Charge down. Well, it it was a charge down, but it it was missed. It wasn't converted. So that gave gave Kansas City the chance to draw level through a a field goal, and then they stayed in touch with 49ers because the 49ers couldn't convert the advantage that they had, and they had a clear advantage for most of the game. We had also the incident with uh, Travis Kelsey going up to the coach. Coach Reed, you get right in his face. Like, it was so animated. He was heated. He was bagging him. Give me the ball. Give me the damn ball. Or something along those lines. Mm. I think Nick Reed might have said that's what he said. But that was quite a moment. Um, Rugby Australia considering scheduling an afternoon Bledisloe Cup clash in Sydney for the first time in three decades in an effort to attract families and avoid a clash with the NRL finals. Well, they need to do something, don't they? They, they, They need to shake the tree. They, they just need to mix it up a bit. Do something different. Rugby's, rugby's looking for some sort of answer. And, you know, if this is part of it, well, you know. Maybe. 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 Get, maybe play 13 aside. Did we have any rugby news over the summer? Did we have... Oh, Joseph Swali, he, he, he signed. He signed, but he, you know. Um, yeah. No. Well, Swali, he signed oh, no, last well, year. Wallabies have got a new coach. Mm. You know, so yeah. Schmidt. Mr. Schmidt. He's a Kiwi, isn't he? Yep. The coached Ireland. Yeah, Joe Schmidt. Sp- speaking of Ireland, uh, we should have a chat with the new coach of the Queensland Reds, who did coach Ireland for a time and coached in in Ireland. Let's kiss. Let's oh. let's get Kissy on the line at I some stage. Talking, I thought you were talking rhyming, rhyming slang there. Let's kiss. <laughs> get on the list. Hey, with all the drama with the Broncos, mm, Wesley. Yeah, I don't know whether. Who do you reckon will be the Michael Bevan? Who'll be the Michael Bevan? Who'll be the Michael the Devon? Processed meats? Is it oh, going I don't down know. Now I've got no idea. Take us to a break, Brandy. Let's go. Thanks for making the switch to breakfast with Vossie and Brandy here on the home of sport in Sydney.
SEN, 11.70am. We're here for Bryden's Lawyers, unable to work due to injury or illness. Contact Bryden's Lawyers. Mute. Mute. Thank you. Um, Daily Cherry Evans and Manly. Now, we, we are in trial mode on uh, Thursday night. Yep. The Bulldogs game at Belmore, calling that on Fox League. Fox League all the trials. But there was the trial on Sunday, which sort of snuck up under everyone's guard. Um, Daly Cherry Evans didn't play. Luke Brooks did. And Luke Brooks went well against the South Sydney uh, reserve grade zone. But DCE says he's got the name Luke, Luke Brooks well off the field. Hasn't had a wrestle with him, as far as we're aware. <laughs> hasn't, hasn't fought him in mm. any form which he hopes will translate to a good working relationship on the field. Here is DCE speaking with SEN at Manly's season launch yesterday. It's been good. It's been good to sort of meet Brooksy and hang out with him. And obviously we're training together and trying to get to know each other on that level. But, um, you know, we've spent some time off the field as well. So it's been good to get to know him. Um, you know, he's got, a, he's got a young daughter. So we can relate in that regard. I've got those young, young girls myself. So... You know, we're going to have more, more things to talk about than just footy this year, which will hopefully bring us together and, and in turn help, help us play better footy. I'm very motivated, very driven to sort of succeed and play well. So um, obviously it's a results driven industry. So you try not to attach yourself too much to wins and losses as you get older, but um, it would be nice to win some more games this year. And ultimately that does make for a real like easier week. So winning games is, would be great. Um, Although it doesn't define you, it does make you feel better. Um, unfortunately, that's the world we live in. What a player! He, what a player he has turned out to be, Daly Cherry Evans. Mm. Uh, hit 2011 premiership win first year. Um, we're 2024, and he's still going strong. Uh, well, and I think they're going to have a good year. I think those okay. two will combine well. Just quick reaction: mm. DCE Brooks combination. Yep. Winner. Work. Yes. Yep. Winner. Okay. Winner. Mm-hmm. Got a bit of Back. everything. Bit of everything. Back. Okay. Mm. He's, he's confident. He's, he's a Northern Beaches man. He's getting... I reckon when he said yesterday, spoiler alert, they're in the eight, I think he's starting to talk like they're in the four. Oh. Uh, the Shoalhaven doctor. Anything. On the text, off-field incidents. The Broncos will fit in well in Vegas. Look at the blow-up between Travis Kelsey and Coach Reed on the sideline of the Super Bowl. Not a good look, but dismissed as someone being passionate about the game. Well, good luck trying to tell the integrity unit that uh, Renault and Pat Carrigan were just passionate about what happened at the pub. Tactics. I was talking yeah. tactics and got you know passionate about it. Uh, pie Man's Back says, Dunny, eat pies, drink Coke all day, every day. Hairy Knuckles, I've missed you. Dunny, good to have you back. Dunny, thanks for that. I haven't had a lot of pies lately. I've got to be honest, have not had a lot of pies. Now, I had lately. a bit of a... Speaking of pies... I. Just after we broke off, just so just after we left, which was around, I think my last show was the eighth of December. I had to take one of my, I took my youngest boy to the doctors, Andrew, huh. and um, I said Too to the doc, yeah, yep. I said to him, I said, Doc, wh- how how long has, has it been since I've had a blood test? He said it's been two and a half years. He said probably too long. So I went for a blood test. Uh, he called me back in two days later. Ooh, yes, and I said, uh, what's going on? And he goes. Your cholesterol is through the roof. And I said, really? And he goes, it's 7.2. I went, that's high, isn't it? And he goes, have you had any symptoms? I said, what do you mean symptoms? He said, shortness of breath, any tingling down the left arm. I'm thinking, he, he thinks I'm going to have a heart attack here now. Ooh, have I? Ooh, ooh. So anyway, so, and Christmas is coming up. So we're, we're sort of, anyway, I after a week, I decided, I said, well, 
I better go for an angiogram. So I went for a CT angiogram. Uh, and then Christmas came and no one rang. So I went over the Christmas break, those five or six days, not knowing. Possibly so I, fall off the perch. Well, I, I was thinking if I have too much ham now, am I going to yeah. like drop dead? Brown bread. That was That was crossing my mind. Yeah. Uh, anyway. So you just got stuck into the margaritas. So you took your own little exactly. diagnosis and just got stuck into margaritas. And exactly. Thought, well, if I'm going to go, I might as well try this new drink out of a can. Yeah. Anyway. What a good story that was. Yeah. Like was... Brandy's bedtime stories. <laughs> was he? Was was that cap or was that the truth? You that let was us know the on truth. 1300. That was the truth. That was the truth. Yeah. A little Great bit story. of a worrying time. Great story. Great story. Um, oh, look, Grant from Aspley, I don't think, has taken the gist of my... Coaching story. People asking, so how did the story finish? Uh, sorry, did, did you get a result? I did, yeah. The... All clean. Calcium oh, yeah. score zero. And, uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, uh, bossy, bossy, bossy. bossy. Yes, Be careful go. texting your players. I have two words. <laughs> Brian Smith. Also, yes. my favourite rhyming slang of Joel's is Schindler. Schindler's. Uh, he, aid, he aids his producer and has been on the source all day, so he would be Schindler's. Regards, Grant from Aspley. Yeah, yeah he did. No, that was yesterday. Yeah. No, actually, when Joel came on yesterday, mm. um, I don't know whether I can do a Joel Kane impersonation, but he came on with Flair. Yeah, welcome. He sounded like he had been, and you detected straight away, he got on the halftime odds, $5.25 or something, um, and he cheered them home the entire second half. And it's a long second half. Yeah. So he sounded a bit Pat Carrigan, Adam Reynolds areas. In fact, Joel and Fletch might have had a wrestle pre-show <laughs> yesterday. It was entertaining, as always. Uh, Pedro says, uh, did Vossi take his cranky pants pill today, Brandy? Are you, have you have you been coming across as cranky? No, I haven't had a coffee or anything. I've had nothing. I've, I've got a banana on standby. Speaking Ready of coffee, where's Charlie Goodsir? Yeah, yeah, Charlie Goodsir. Yeah. <laughs> Concussion. How many fingers are holding up, uh, Charlie? <laughs> um, this one. What about freshly shaved Devon with barbecue sauces, Daniel? Devon and sauce sandwiches, good as it gets. And to our Queensland listeners, do they call Devon Devon in Queensland, or has it got another name? Like you go to South Australia, it's called Fritz. Can have some Fritz and sauce, but Devon isn't. Um, are you aware of that, Brandy? Devon is not called Devon all the way around the country. Oh, I didn't know that. It's a big issue. Big I story. didn't know that. So big what story. Are they, what do so they maybe, call it in Queensland? Well, I don't know. Maybe they do call it Devon, but I'm just saying if they are listening and they don't, what mm. are we talking about? Devon yeah. and sauce. So is there, great sandwiches. So any Queenslanders listening, can they alert us to the, to whether Devon is Devon yeah. in Queensland? If Devon, if and Devon is killing our kids, well, then we are stuffed. Well, we no. are absolutely rooted. De- Devon and barbecue, our kids. Devon and barbecue sauce is good, but just not every day. Yeah. I would have had it. I would have got on some Devon and sauce binges as a kid. That was easy to make with an inch of butter. Still here. Uh, Vossi, I think we can expect the Broncos to take wrestling to a new level if these blokes are even doing it socially. Mark makes it Maybe there's positive there. Maybe they're practising. Maybe that's the defence. A says, really good wrestle session. Mm, Andy says, I'm blaming Craig Bellamy on the wrestle. Wrestle. <laughs> Uh, Braden, morning boys. Enjoy the show as always. I think Reno and Carrigan will have to cop a sanction. Not a very good look this close to the season. The, the precincts are there for the, the, the Payne Haas treading on Albert Kelly's foot 
one game. So one game is Vegas this time around. It's a big, big penalty. Uh, breakfast is powered by Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. We're back in just a moment with our walk down memory lane. Uh, some info on Devon coming through on the text line. Uh, Michael says, morning, gents. Devon is Devon in Queensland. Uh, no. In WA, it's called Poloni. So in South Australia, it's called Fritz. In WA, it's called Poloni. In Queensland, it's called Devon. In New Zealand, the Warrior Holic has texted through and says uh, it's called Luncheon. What? Luncheon. Well, you go to Luncheon. L- yeah, Luncheon. <laughs> yep. That's what it's called. That's what I say. That's st- Kiwis are strange. Come on. That's one small step for man. One giant leap for mankind. Play! Is a famous victory, a magnificent performance. Here's Aloisi for a place in the you World Cup. For us. Yeah! On breakfast with Vossie and Brandy on this day. Vossie, it's the 13th of Feb 2024, and on this day in history, in 1861, Abraham Lincoln was declared President of the United States. A role he performed up until his assassination in 1865. Uh, on this day in 2008, we had uh, a little closer to home. We had Kevin Rudd uh, apologising to Australian Indigenous people for the forcible removal of children from their families. That was on this day in 08. Australian comedian Kevin Bloody Wilson. It's his birthday. He was uh, he's 77 today, born in 1947. Is if, if Kevin Bloody still with us? I don't know. Well, is he still performing? If he is, is he still out there mm. doing his thing? Uh, this is perhaps scraping the barrel a little. Uh, former Newcastle Knight Sean Rudder is 45 today. They go the short side. Rudder kicking on the inside. Chance here if they can keep it on the toe. Who's going to win the race? Rudder. Bye, Rudder. Rudder's going to get there. They ran it on the last and they've come up trumps. Oh, rudder magic. But he did mm. play in the grand final. He, he did, did play in the grand final win over Parramatta. Played 5-8. He Outside did. Joey. <laughs> Outside Joey. Joey helped. Um, yeah. who, else, who else did Sean Rudder play for? Roosters. Yeah, there we go. Might One have had a start the Roosters in there. Newtown. Well done. Uh, Robbie Williams is 50 today. So Robbie Williams born on this day in 1974. Uh, we might revisit this for Vossioki. Oh, that's a, great, that's a, that's that's a given. given. Angel. And English singer-songwriter Peter Gabriel, 74 today, born on this day in 1950. He was part of Genesis, who had the 1974 hit single, I Know What I Like in Your Wardrobe, and had a solo career, including this hit single. You could have a steam train If you don't Got some good tunes, Peter Gabriel. That's, what's that song called? Uh, that's Sledgehammer. Ah, Sol, yes. Salisbury Hill's a good song, too. You know your stuff. In my eyes. Gabriel. Now, if you're listening on SENQ 693am Brisbane, we now say goodbye. Pat and Heels are up next. And if you're on SEN 1170am here in Sydney, plenty more to come, including Michael Carianis and Lee Hadji Pentelis. And straight out of the 7am news, want to talk about concert prices? Talking about going to the Sphere? You've uh, got to go Swift. to the Sphere. And a bit of rugby league, the Bulldogs and Storm ahead of Thursday night's trial here on Sydney's SEN 1170am. Thanks for making the switch to breakfast with Vossi and Brandy here on the home of sport, your home of sport in Sydney, SEN 1170 AM. Still to come, Michael Carianis later this hour. And Lee Hadjipantelis, the boss of Brighton's lawyers, coming up after the 8 o'clock news. Um, 
Now, there's a, a Premier League match just got underway, Andrew, and it's Crystal yeah. Palace up against uh, Chelsea, both struggling. Uh, Crystal don't Palace. It's the music underneath it, does it? Crystal, no, no, because I'm not dating, not updating the score. Uh, Crystal Palace no. are just, well, I, I wouldn't say they're out of relegation zone, but because mm. Everton are sitting in it on 19 points, Crystal Palace only on 24 points. So uh, they're in a little bit of trouble. They'd love a win against Chelsea, who are battling. Got a little game show for you now about uh, ticket prices. Uh, because we had Jared Waitley. If you missed our program yesterday, you can go back on the podcast and listen and, and maybe a preview of the Super Bowl probably won't be your number one choice. But um, Jared ran us through what he's done mm. in a week in Vegas, and that included helicopter ride over the Grand Canyon, uh, ice hockey, mm. uh, was golf, it Copperfield Magic Live Show. Golf. Live golf. <laughs> live golf. Went to live golf. Had been to the Sphere twice, and it got me thinking because he saw you too, and I thought, well, I'm over there, busy schedule, but can I fit? You know, I'd have to go to the Sphere, see you too play. Got to go. you got to go. You can't go to Vegas and not go to the Sphere. There's, there's okay. nothing like it in the All world. Right. But you two have been a resident act, Brandy. Mm-hmm. But did you know, and I've only just found out this morning, the night that we've got the double header in the rugby league in Vegas is their last night of their residency. They've been there since September. March 2 will be their last show. So I don't know whether they're jacking up the prices for the end of the thing, but I am absolutely blown away by the ticket prices. Do you want to play the game? Right, let's go. Uh, we're, we're going. Cheapest, de- cheapest let's go dearest. Now go to the oh, best. You want to go dearest? Okay. Best seat in the house. Best seats. Yeah. Take a stab. Now I'm talking about sitting right in front of Bono, where you could Touch smell him. his toothpaste. Yeah. yeah. If he uses it. Uh, I'm going to say best seats in the house, but it's an 18,000 seat stadium. I'm going to say 2,000. Higher. Higher. Well, let's go two and a half thousand. Higher. <laughs> well, let's jump. We'll just jump a, a, a thousand. Three and a half thousand. Higher. What? <laughs> no. Yes. This isn't in a box, is it? A corporate box. This is just well, a seat. A single seat. seat. The seat. You yep. sit on. Yep. It does right nothing but you sit on it. Section 105, which is right in front of you. Right. The edge. Okay, well... we'll $3,639.51 and you can throw in a $2.95 processing fee if I buy it online. $3,639.51. So, so now that's out of reach. Price. We'll go to the yeah. cheapest. Okay, we'll go to the cheapest. But tell us, mate, I'm going to Vegas. Uh, oh, I'd go along the sphere. Yeah, if, okay, so $3,600 for dearest. I'm going to go 500 Higher. 600 Higher. 700 just a tad lower. $696.42 and throw in your $2.95 processing fee. So the cheapest ticket I can find for the Sphere, and this is on the Ticketmaster Sphere site, mm-hmm. I hope it's not US dollars, uh, it's Australian dollars, <gasps> $696.42. And that seat is out on the corner where you'd be looking profile inside on it like butt cheeks. Yeah, right. Yeah, the, 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 the Sphere. The, I don't think, just having seen the Sphere <laughs> on, it, I don't think there's a no, bad seat. No, there's a bad seat. I don't, well, I don't think you, you can't get a bad one. Now, are you doing anything? Uh, can we somehow get someone else to pay for this ticket? Are you doing anything oh, that might a little, a little bit of pro bono? Or something? You're saying I should yeah, hit them up get for the, something? Get, but let me but how make much the call. Super Bowl tickets? I'll how make much the call. Super Bowl tickets, Brandy? How, uh, like, is ooh. this? What? Did did someone say they paid thousands? Like, I don't, I don't know what a Super Bowl ticket would would go for. Well, Charlie Goodsir, Charlie Goodsir has uh, what's it, Charlie? has uh, found some audio of fans being interviewed yesterday uh, before the game about how much they paid for their Super Bowl tickets. Have a listen. 
So they range from free to thirteen thousand dollars. Thirteen thousand, you heard in there. But the bulk, eight and a half thousand. Blake bought a couple of them. Ten, ten thousand. One bloke said. Wow. <laughs> you too. You are underselling yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you're like you know, you know, you're three thousand six hundred and thirty-nine dollars a seat. Dear a seat. You, you should double that, guys. Boy, if you can score a, a, a Super Bowl ticket and not pay for it, that's that's a big saving. You've done but well. I just want to now apply that to Jared Waitley. <laughs> His little SEN invoice. Yeah. So he went to the he went to the Super Bowl. Let's put him in. He went chopper over the canyon. Yeah. He went to the ice hockey. He went to the sphere twice. He went to the sphere twice. And he went to live golf. Live golf. And David Copperfield. And David Copperfield. Who, who made a five dollar note disappear. <laughs> um, well, which is the least of his problems. But that's quite a bill. He is Jared Waitley is going to come back with about a seventy five k bill mm-hmm. for his, his week. And he says he's not a Vegas type of guy. Well, he certainly spent a bit of money in Vegas, didn't he? Boy. Jared Waitley, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, that's it. So if you do, if you're thinking of the sphere and it looks fantastic, that is incredible, the prices. So it does. I don't know what I'm going to do. I might have to just listen to them on Spotify. Uh, we have rugby league this week. Now, when we talk about sleeps, we are only two sleeps away from rugby league being on your screens again. Um, and, and the trials... Like last last year, the the ratings numbers for the trials were fantastic, which led to bigger ratings for the start of the season. There's no no doubt about it. Rugby league fans are tuned in earlier now, and and we've been talking Vegas all summer, and now we've got all the other trials. So Bulldogs Storm Thursday night. Um, I'm going to try and excite you, Bulldogs fans, mm-hmm. with this little bit of a, a, a clip of a try. Just start the fox. Here's Viliami, spoons it up, Alamotti, the Fox is away and will get there as well. Canterbury are turning on a show. Well, I just want to throw at you, Brent. Th- they didn't turn on too many shows no, last no, no, year. No, 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 no. But I'm talking Marnie, Burton, mm-hmm. Kickow, Crichton, Adokar. Doesn't that excite you? It's pretty good, isn't it? It is pretty good. Um and if they can keep them on the field, they, they've got a strong team. Uh, they started well last year. They, they started three from five. So that, that was a good start. But they only won four more games, Vossi. And they, they, there was some, some awful floggings. Mm. Uh, they, you know, they gave up 40, 50 points. There was an average there where they, uh, 11 matches where they gave up nearly 40 points a game. Yeah. 11, 11 or like in the middle of the season there. Uh, now their signings... that. There's got to be a different feel about a club that brings in 10 new players. And that's what they were – obviously, they were looking for. They needed, they needed to create something and a, and, a, and a new feeling within the club. And they shifted so many players out and brought those in that they thought could add to that. Uh, now, what it adds to their team, I'm still not sure what all those players will add to their team. It yeah. might add some difference during the off-season. Got new characters, new personalities. Um, I, we're we're going to have a competition here, actually. We're, it's an SEN competition, Vossi. Mm. Um, we, we're not going to take calls on it, but we want people to text in over the next three weeks before the season gets underway. 
what the Bulldogs' starting 17 will be. And the closest to the starting 17 will get a prize <laughs> from us. Right? Yes. I knew it about this competition. No, this, 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 was, this, this was conducted at the uh, one of the off-site meetings that we had. Off-site meetings? Yeah. Um, yeah, but well, I'll s- I, 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 will, I, I still have a problem with what they do at ha- in the halves and yep. the front row is a bit of an issue. They yeah, got rid of some big – like Tavita Pangai retired. He wasn't good for them. Uh, Luke Thompson's gone. He wasn't great for them. But they've, they haven't really replaced those players. So Puasa Farmasilli comes into the side. He's the only new front rower that they've really got. Liam Knight joined them last year. Yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm worried about their front row and what they actually do in the halves. So we started big with a clip and what if, and now we're going down. And if you if you went on recruitment, how the Warriors recruited last year was outstanding. They got great value. I can't predict the same success for the recruiting of the Bulldogs this year. Crichton's next level. You know, that's a yeah. superstar signing. But throwing your Blake Taff and and Kurt Mann and Jake Turpin and all, and um, Drew Hutchison with respect. I'm I'm talking. I'm talking Mr. Fixits, a lot of them, mm. but I'm, I just don't have them as, you know, uh, certainly not top four, top eight. But we'll, we'll we'll get down to the absolute commitment of where they're going to finish a little later um, in the you're build not, up to the season. Well, no, well just I'm, just listening to that, you're not expecting the dogs to play finals footy. The recruitment does not excite me, with the exception of Crichton. doesn't excite me at all. Now, the Melbourne Storm side of things... Um, they aren't the powerhouse they once were. But when you go down, and I've been to Melbourne to interview them for the fan, uh, you sit there and you see a fit Pappenhausen and you interview Cameron Munster and you have a chat with Harry Grant and you talk to Jerome Hughes and then you sit down with Big Nelson. I mean, there's some some serious talent there and a reminder of the Storm skills via Jimmy Smith on SEM League. Here's the Storm in action. Last tackle. Goes down to Munster. Kicks across field. Where's Warbrick? Warbrick! Warbrick's got got the try. Two years ago, he was in Tokyo playing sevens. And now he scores the match-winning try in a semi-final. Will Warbrick, Xavier Coates, um, Christian Welsh. There's there's still the core of a very strong side that I could not see collapse, but can they win a comp? That's where I pull up short. I, they, I think they, they are one of the, the absolute clubs that needs every one of their stars fit. I don't think they can, I don't think they can be a force with one missing. They can't, they can't do it. Well, they, they had a lot of problems in the outside backs last year. And, and when Xavier Coates went down injured, Will Warbrick, what a find he was. He had a, a great season. But Remus Smith was, was out of, uh, you know, out of the, the good books of Craig Bellamy. He didn't finish the season. Uh, Justin Ollum didn't get a go. He's moved on. Um, so outside backs are skinny. Nick Meaney looks like he will play in the centres. He's, I don't think it matters where Nick Meaney plays. Very good. So I think he can fill a hole in the centres. Pappenhausen, if he comes, returns and is himself, uh, they will be a threat because they've got Harry Grant, the best hooker, and they've got Cameron Munster, the best 5'8", and in the discussion about being the best player. But both Harry Grant and Cameron Munster didn't live up to that tag towards the back end of last year. You'd have to say that they were a little bit disappointing individually, and that certainly didn't help the Storm. But if uh, the Storm, Katoa and Liero in the back row will be better for the year that they had last year. Jerome Hughes is one of the best halfbacks in the game. 
and he's good enough to be part of a premiership winning team. I, I I've got the Storm definitely play finals. Um, and might even squeeze themselves into the top four again, Andrew, where they were last year. They they played a preliminary final last year, like, and they weren't at their best, and they were they were injured uh, and out of form, but still played in the prelim final. That they'll be thereabouts. Yeah, and Craig Bellamy last hurrah. He said again, like I feel like I've done the interview with him every year. Is this it, Craig? Yeah, this was the last season, potentially, possibly, maybe this time. I think it is. I really think it is. I think this is it. Mm. I don't know what he goes to. I don't think he's a lawn bowler, but uh, anyway, I'm or does he just stay involved? Play. Yeah, does he just stay involved with the club on it at, at, at a different capacity rather than everyday coaching? He, he might move out of Melbourne. Mm. You know, and I, don't, I don't think he has a job then if he moves out of Melbourne. If he goes to Queensland, um, but that, that's the Melbourne Storm. I, I think they're still a team well worth watching, uh, but you know, I don't have them up in the first two, three lines of betting as far as winning the competition. But, you know, Munster stays fit, Hughes, mm. Grant, Pappenhausen comes back, throw young Farlongo in there, The you know, the young boy playing fullback uh, that will be in the mix somewhere. Yep. There's something there. But anyway, Thursday night you get your first glimpse, uh, Canterbury and Melbourne. And, of course, we'll talk more about it uh, right here. Um, lots of people reacting to our walk down memory lane now on this day segment. Um, the Huntley Knight says, gents, Kevin Bloody Wilson is still with us and touring. So Ke- he's still touring at 74, Kevin Bloody Wilson. Does he still do the whole voice and routine? Have to, well, he'd have to, wouldn't he? That's his that, stick. That's, that's his stick. stick. He sh- yeah. surely hasn't changed. Uh, he Black hasn't Black Stump Hill says, uh, what about the intro? How good is it? Suits you, pair, and this time of day gets you going. Looking forward to the year, fellas. Uh, Black Stump Hill, good to hear from you, mate. Yeah, uh, welcome back, boys. In Victoria, Devon is called potato cake. Another discussion. Tony of West Nowra Panther. Potato cake? I thought they were... Potato cakes are scallops, aren't they? Yeah, no. no what's his, isn't that yeah. what he means? No, I think he's missed it. Yeah, he's missed yeah, Devon. Yeah, he's not talking... Devon's not potato cake. Can't uh, scallops. Scallops, scallops are, are potato, potato cakes. cakes. Potato cakes. Yeah, yes. I think they are in Queensland, too. Are they potato, potato cakes? cakes. Mm. Uh, why don't Renault and Har- uh, Carrigan just come out and say they were on medication? End of story, Peter. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's, good. Yeah. That's good. That's good. That's a good comeback. That's a good comeback. Barnaby Joyce. We've all been a little Barnaby, a Barnaby from time to time, but that was incredible how he landed the way he did, Barnaby Joyce. Anyway, we're just meant to move on from that. Boys, cocktail frankfurts in Queensland are called Cheerios. Seriously. From Brian the Dragon. Did you know that? Cocktail Frankfurt. So the little little, ones. little baby Frankfurts. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, little ones. Uh, <laughs> what a show. What a show we've <laughs> yeah. yes. What a show. You uh, and your stupid competition. Yes. You and your stupid Bulldogs competition. Well, we're going to sit here. Mm. We've no, we're not, got a board not, full of Bulldogs 1 to 17s. Yeah, well, we're not reading. Well, uh, we're not reading. This will just come in. No, we're not oh, reading right, them. Okay. Yeah. Right. So, so send your teams in. Send your Bulldogs one to seventeen in stupid competition. And, nah, it's a good one, and the closest two wins a prize. I don't know what the prize will be, but it yeah. it'll be really good. Could be mm. tickets to the Sphere. Michael, yeah, the ticket to the Sphere, pigs may fly. Uh, Michael says this: Hey, Brandy, would you be more concerned with your players drinking at this point of the preseason or the actual punch on? There's a question for you. You're more concerned with the drinking. Well, or, well, I guess, or the I guess, on? well, Brisbane. Brisbane don't play until they go to Vegas, so the the, mm. the Brisbane players are still a couple of weeks out from playing. If you if you had your players lining up in a trial match this weekend, yes, uh. I think you'd be concerned with the drinking. But no, it's 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 what what happened after what 
what the drinking led to, like wrestling out in the grass in like mm. in front of the public. It's it's not good. It's not the end of the world, and I don't think it makes any difference to mm. their season. But it's not a good look. And you, you're two most experienced, your captain reported, and your future yeah. captain. Well, that's true. As reported in the Telegraph, it is understood the Broncos players um, kicked on at a Fortitude Valley establishment for drinks after the fan day. Uh, the bonding session took a nasty turn when Reynolds and Carrigan clashed. I'm quoting from the Telegraph. Nearby patrolling police spotted the Broncos' drunken brouhaha and after interviewing players opted not to arrest them and ordered the group to go home immediately. And that's the police account of the mm-hmm. incident. So more with Michael Carrianas coming up a little later in the program. You can have your say what should happen next in this situation given the first premiership match is in Vegas for the Brisbane Broncos. We're here for Bryden's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness, contact Bryden's Lawyers. And a reminder, Lee Hedgie Pentelis will be with us straight after 8 o'clock this morning. And in just a moment, Nick Ashman from Sportsbet. He's chatting racing, and he's also found some James Bond markets. Oh, well great. worth a listen. Yeah. He's here on the Home of Sport in Sydney, SEN 1170 AM. Uh, Meatball's sending a text message as an entrepreneur, uh, Meatball. He said, if I had a school-age kid, I'd be sending them to school with 20 ham and cheese sangers, a toast maker, and telling them to find a PowerPoint and sell them on the black market. <laughs> text of the day. <laughs> text of the day. Outstanding. Yeah. Black market. Ham and cheese toasties. Make it look easy with Sportsbet. Chances are you're about to lose. And joining us on the line, Nick Ashman from Sportsbet. G'day, Nick. You wouldn't believe it. Good morning. I've just made my son a ham and cheese sandwich to go to school. He started uh, primary school this year, so that's uh, epic timing to hear that. Well, don't don't do it tomorrow. You can do it one day, but then you got to have a rest for a couple of days. Uh, yeah. What, what do you got? Racing stars back in action this weekend. Yeah. So is it all heating up for the uh, for the autumn carnival? It is, Brandy. Yeah, that's right. Uh, we obviously had the All Stakes down in Melbourne last Saturday, but Sydney really kicks off this weekend. We've got the Expressway Stakes, but Gee, the Apollo Stakes is shaping up as a real mouthwatering clash between two stablemates in Fangirl, who won the Sydney sort of newest race, the $5 million King Charles last spring, and militarised the three-year-old who took out the Golden Rose before some unlucky runs in Melbourne towards the back end of his spring carnival. They're uh, $2.50 for Fangirl and militarised at $4.50. You can grab these markets by going to your futures tab in your sports bet app. Speaking of Waller's uh, top three-year-olds, Riff Rocket, who won the Derby last year, he returns down at Flemington on Saturday in the CSA Stakes. He's around six dollars and two twenty-five there over the fourteen hundred metres with King Colorado, your favourites. The party's on the second line of betting at five dollars. And speaking of Melbourne guys, they're, they're playing host to the Lone Group One this weekend. Sydney will heat up sort of in a fortnight's time, but they've got the Black Caviar Lightning Stakes. And Imperatory is the Kiwi measure. Odds on favourite there at a dollar eighty, but we've taken good money for the Sydney Star Private Eye, Joey mm. Pride's horse in the uh, proven thoroughbred colours. Uh, Five dollars into four dollars in early betting. He's a real straight track specialist, and I reckon a few people looked at a recent trial from Imperatories and thought, yeah, no, I can't take that dollar eighty, boys. So interesting race down the straight as it always is. Uh, yeah, nah. Now, that's the racing, but um, I think uh, people want to know exactly what's happening with uh, the next James Bond after Daniel Craig. <laughs> Let's get a bit of backing music to it, Dan. What have we I got from Sportsbet? They... Oh, it's a pick. Well, I don't know. I... Yeah, what do we got then? Well, we, what we've got is the, is the Bond 26. It's out. Obviously, it's, it's going to be the Bond in 2020. Uh, sorry, the 26th Bond. That'll come out next year, they think. Uh, Aaron Taylor-Johnson. Is your favourite, guys, at $2.88. Now, this market's been bouncing around for quite some time. 
And uh, we had Idris Elba as a favourite at one point in time. We had, uh, oh, I can't remember who else, we've had a host of different favourites. So he's from the UK himself from High Wycombe. Mm. And James Norton's your second favourite at three twenty-five. Damson Idris at $4. Henry Cavill, who was the one-time favourite at about $1.90 when there was a big spread in one of those new idea-type magazines. He's now out to five dollars. So you can Matt grab Nable. that by going. Is Matt to Nable in the market? <laughs> is there a Matt Nable price? I want to vote for Matt Nable. Oh, should we, what should about we, this should guy? we request the, the, the traders put him in there, Vossi? Should we get him in for tomorrow? I, I would. I'd put Matt Nable in there as a, just a sweeper down the outside, just a little little something. <laughs> put an Australian. If the in rails there. off, he might he, he might yeah. get him. So look, you can get that. You can get these quirky markets we've been doing over the last few weeks by going into novelties and entertainment in your sports bet app. You can even bet on maps if you're into the show. So check it all out, guys. It's a bit of fun anyway. Yeah. Good stuff, Nick. Brilliant. No, well well right played. On. Follow all of that. Sports bet, outstanding. Uh, it is uh, time for the news. Make it look easy with sports bet. Chances are you're about to lose. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Vanessa, thank you. Breakfast is powered by Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Here's what's making news, as you've just heard from Vanessa. Integrity Unit will investigate the spat and wrestle between Adam Reynolds and Pat Carrigan. Here's Brisbane Broncos CEO Dave Donaghy speaking on Nine News. We're obviously disappointed about the events and the incident. Uh, we sought today to seek some clarification from the playing group about the events that led up to the incident. I know they're certainly very disappointed themselves. So I think when we reflect back on Sunday, we had an amazing day at Red Hill, uh, over 8,000 fans, uh, and the excitement certainly building amongst their 47,000 members leading, in, uh, leading up to the opening round. But unfortunately, tonight we're, we're talking about this. I think our fans understand that you know, anytime there is a, a matter like this that we're talking about, we will front up, we will explain the inner workings of the club, and we'll certainly be working as quickly as we can to address this matter, deal with it, and move on looking forward to the start of the season. Yeah, Telly's well, Michael Carianis will join us very shortly. Uh, I was now they did show vision of the fan day. It was mm. pretty impressive. Eight thousand yeah. fans. It was it was big. Obviously big enough for the players to think they needed to celebrate and go hard. <laughs> That's the reason, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But but look, the Payne Haas suspension previously is where all the problem lies now because Precedence. Just cause the game's in Vegas. Yeah. Doesn't mean we can have a stay of proceedings and suspend them from round two rather than round one. Just on Payne Haas and Albert Kelly, uh, there was nothing in that. No, like, it was well, ridiculous. But, and and who was yeah. it in front of? No one. Like it was, no, it was behind a pop plant. Yeah, like, <laughs> no one saw them, apart from the vision that was produced. Yeah. Like, it wasn't in front of anyone. That, um, anyway. where we got ourselves MC on will join us. Yes. Yeah, he'll have it all. Now, Kansas City, you're, you're well aware. They are the Super Bowl champions. Third time in five seasons. 25-22 overtime victory. Jared Waitley's call on SEN. In fact, the SEN presentation from the moment we got off air with a breakfast show yesterday was absolutely outstanding. Here is uh, Vegas junkard Jared doing his thing. Mahomes starts in the shotgun. Stands in the pocket. Let's fly. Touchdown. Valdez Scantling. Simple as that. You can't give Mahomes that opportunity. I think Jared enjoyed himself. I'm sure he did. We just went through the itinerary of what he did. Um, now, Glenn Maxwell, Vossie, this was something that popped up over the summer. Glenn Maxwell, 
um, down and out at a, a concert, wasn't it? Uh, had to be had to be hospitalised because of it. Uh, hear his take on things. He said it affected his family more than him. Probably affected my family a little bit more than it affected me. I, I was back into training. I was, I was still trying to think about this T20 series and the New, Ze- New Zealand T20 series. So I, I was pretty focused on what I had to do. I knew I had that week off and it was... Obviously, that instant was less than ideal and the timing, but I had that week off. I knew I had that week off away from the game and I came back and got back into my, my running, uh, my gym program, and I, I felt really good and refreshed once I got back and just try and make, make sure I'm in as good a space that I can be for that tournament. Do you feel like you needed to make some changes? No, nah, just moved on pretty quickly. <laughs> <laughs> changes? Nah. Glenn Maxwell, interesting cat. Mm. Uh, Glenn Maxwell. Where he and, got amongst uh, the runs. Didn't didn't hurt his batting the other night. No, 96 in boundaries. Uh, and news just coming through away from sport. There's been a truck crash uh, eastbound on the M4 motorway. That's at Greystain. So if you're travelling on that Sydney motorway, expect delays this morning. If you are in the traffic, by all means, and you can give us a call, um, let us know a little more. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Always better to get the reports uh, right from the coalface. So Michael Carriana's coming up. We are going to unpack this Broncos story and we'll all have our say as to what has to happen. We have to commit to, is it fine? Is it penalty? Is it, as Glenn Maxwell says, don't change, move on. We are here for Bryden's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness, contact Bryden's Lawyers. And uh, as we say, back in a moment with uh, the great MC. And now on Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy, the back page with Michael Carianis. Oh, MC. Good morning. Yes. Good morning, fellas. Welcome back. Yeah, good good to have you on. Uh, Listened to a fair bit of you over the summer um, doing brekkie. You you and James, you and the missile, good stuff. Yeah. You enjoyed it? Got a bit loose. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, got a bit loose. Yeah, you got really loose. Wonderful over summer. Mm. Yeah, all good stuff. Defend yourself a few times there, Michael. You were under assault from our our, our family that were tuned in. Just one big yeah, happy family yeah, yeah. at times. Yeah. Um, yeah did yeah. you did you get lo- we couldn't read? Yeah. Did you get loose because you uh, were partaking in any early morning spicy margaritas? Oh, well, I was listening to that um, yesterday, Brandy, and I like you. I'm not a big cocktails guy, mm. right? Mm. But my wife is, and everyone knows, like you know, she's due um, to to give birth next month. And what did you say? They're fourteen percent. Alcohol? 14, Is that what you were saying four, yesterday? Yeah, 14%. Yeah. yeah. I might have where's to get a six-pack on the way home from the hospital. Yeah, where's this chat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So you're, you're thinking baby number two will push you over the edge. And uh, Well, not, yeah. not so much for me. More for my wife. She's singing for a drink. And oh, right. Can't. Okay. So I, I think yeah. I'm going to load up on some in the fridge for her. Well, do you just, yeah. Just, well, actually, just put them in the esky. Take them to the hospital. Once the, <laughs> once the baby's oh, out, just oh, give, give her a... Just give her a spicy mug. Yeah, why She'll not go the whole hog and light up a big stogie as well? Um, <laughs> you know, just it'd be a lovely image of the first baby photo. Is one Mrs. for you, Carianis one for a, you, and honey. Margarita, a cigar, and the baby. Yeah, lovely. one for you and three for me. Michael, you're a sort of yeah. our resident entertainment reporter. You had a bit to say about music and entertainment over the off season. Uh, Usher mm. at the NFL, um, do Look. it for you. I'm a huge Usher fan, one one of my favourites. He he is one of my favourites. I was a little bit disappointed 
yesterday. Not so much in his performance. I thought the performance was outstanding, but he, but he kept on. Um, Who's that dog? <laughs> you still got the dog. Joy, Joy, stop it. Get down. Oh, uh, just just in time for the garbage truck, boy. So it's going well. Um, but I was a bit disappointed in the length of some of the songs because he kept, you know, uh, it was like a, a best of. Um, I would have liked a bit of, you know, a full length version of Yeah and My Boo and all these sort of stuff. But overall, I thought it was it was a good performance, a really entertaining performance. But I thought some of the the songs could have gone for a little bit longer. And this is coming from a, an Usher fan, like yeah. an unabashed One of my Usher fan. So can you imagine mm. for, you those, make of it? for those that aren't Usher fans, uh, <laughs> you're like you weren't happy with it. So for those, <laughs> I thought he was really good on the roller skates. I was impressed yeah. with his roller skating, but that right. that, that that was about it. That was the I high knew, point. I, I mean. knew there was a reason why we had Michael Carianis ahead of Phil Rothfield on the program because your knowledge of Usher is unsurpassed. What you've just presented in that last minute has people just pulling over the cars on the side of the road. Uh, I listened to it on the SEN coverage. It really wasn't that exciting. Mm. Just no. listening on the radio. I mean, yeah, yeah it, was, it was definitely a better visual than it was audio. Definitely. Um, Roller skating was so, a real yeah, high. Yeah. Uh, now, so this is baby number two on its way. Baby number one, um, are you feeding so ba- the baby ham and cheese toasted sandwiches yet? Well, apparently we're not supposed to. I was surprised by this because I that was a staple growing up, even still. Um you know, it's still a staple in, in the household. You know, ham and cheese, tomato sandwiches down our end. But, um, you know, it was part of our, our definitely our lunchbox rotation mm-hmm. um, when I was growing up at, at school and um, would have assumed that it would have been part of the little one's um, lunchbox makeup as well. But well, no, no more. more. No more. Uh, no more, I had three ham, cheese, toasties on Sunday, three of them, at the uh, Illawarra Sports Stadium. <laughs> So where does that place me? I've sort of that's my two weeks worth now. I can't have one for two weeks if I've had three in one hit. Mm. Yeah, Ready? yeah, I, th- I think. Yeah, I think that sort anyway, of takes you over the edge. I think Andrew. we get, need to get hard hitting now. The Broncos situation, uh, mm. and we do have to let our well, the people have to vote on this one. The fans need to vote. They're stakeholders in the game. What's going to be fair punishment? What actually did happen? Is there more than what we saw? Because it started off as sort of world championship wrestling. Not a good look. All of those things. What's going to happen? Yeah. What's your take? Well, off the back of a, a fan day on Sundays, the the Broncos fans, uh, Broncos players, a few of them went out for a few drinks um, in Fortitude Valley, as you do in in, in Brisbane. And then uh, uh, apparently it was Adam Reynolds who told he was trying to put Pat Carrigan into a taxi to, to send him home because obviously he was in a questionable state. And then um, something's occurred between the two of them when. Um, Adam was trying to get Pat in, into the taxi and it got into a bit of a, well, definitely a push and shove and got a little bit heated and, you know, spilled out a little bit on with onlookers and some players in the background watching on and, and trying to break it up. And you can hear the audio of, you know, stop at Adam, stop at Pat. Um, and I guess that the best comparison that we could make is to the Payne Haas and Albert Kelly incident of a... Um, a few years ago after, what was it, Albert Kelly stepped on Payne Haas's shoes and... Payne Haas reacted, and he he copped a one-game ban for for that. Um, So I think you could be staring at at something similar for for the Broncos players. Now, particularly um, if Carrigan was the instigator, they might try and hedge their bets a little bit, Brisbane, and see if only one of them potentially cop a ban. But, you know, I think you'll see that 
um, at least one of them won't go on the plane to Vegas. And the NRL will have to move swiftly considering um, when those teams do fly out for Vegas. Mm. Someone will have to be have to get a visa. Uh, someone else might have to be interviewed. Um, yeah, not not certainly not what the the Broncos need to deal with uh, before they head off to America. Um, but you're right, no. like because when we saw the vision of Payne Haas and and everyone went, oh, is that all it was? But he got a game. Yeah, like he got a, got game, a game for that. Um, yeah. But yeah. then others didn't get, you know, any time for certain things that happened last year. So, well, it's a bit all over the shop, the integrity unit and what they mm. what they want to stamp down on and what they don't. We'll see what happens. Uh, now, the team that is also heading across there, South Sydney, have some injury problems. Yeah, huge injury problems. Obviously, that the news broke last week regarding Campbell Graham's going to miss, you know, more than half of the season, not due back to around round 20 now, Campbell Graham. So, that's a, that's a huge blow. Cody Walker injured his calf on the weekend, and they're hopeful that it's just minor for, for Cody Walker. Look, I'll be shocked if he doesn't get on, on that plane for, for Vegas, but he's still in some doubt. And then young flyer Tyrone Munro on the, at the same training session on the weekend fractured his collarbone and will miss two months now. And, and you know, he's outstanding prospect. We saw glimpses of it last year as, as he rose through the grades at, at South Sydney, and you know how exciting he is to watch. So, no Munro. No Campbell Graham. Jack Wyden suspended for the first two games. Isaac Thompson unavailable to travel to the US. And then um, Cody Walker in, in some doubt as well, which means that they're trying to get um, Jacob Gagai, who's Dane Gagai's brother, who's been around. I think he's 28 now, Jacob Gagai. Hasn't played an NRL game yet. He's been in and around the system for, for a long time now. Played lots of New South Wales Cup. But um, the issue there for South Sydney is that he's got a suspension hanging over his head from that state championship game. And now they're trying to see if the All-Stars game will count for, for Jacob Gagai to miss. And if that's the case, he'll be in line to, to make his debut. If it doesn't, um, I don't know where they turn to South Sydney because it's, it's not ideal, um, obviously, for, for them heading into the opening week of the competition. Not at all. Uh, Manly Team News. Now, we're, they're one club we are able to talk about with a bit of substance from the hit out on the weekend. Um, Manly Team News there, another one of the Vegas teams. Yeah, the most intriguing one, I, I, I guess, is around that um, back row spot. Um, Kelma Torlung has obviously gone to the Tiger uh, Parramatta, so you've got um, a, a spot open there, and it's between Josh Uster and Ben Travojevic. And you know, all reports at, at Manly this off season is that Ben Travojevic has just gone to another level. And look, I, I don't want to get you know, you can't get too excited over a trial game against the depleted South Sydney side, and, and Manly were clearly. Um, the stronger of the two sides on paper. But Ben Travoyevich scored three tries and looked really, really good. So I'd say he's got the edge to start over Schuster in, in that week one um, encounter. Schuster's got to play a trial this weekend. Um, but he'll be in, he'll probably be in the 17, provided he can um, play some time in, in that trial this weekend. Mm. Um, good stuff, MC. We've got a couple of texts that have come in. Uh, and one, one I'm going to build you up and then I'm going to... Uh, mm. You tear you down again, but breaking Solid. news: oh, Michael you, uh, was known as the Greek Adonis as a younger man, a real lady killer. He was the man in the day. Now, you, there's no name to that, uh, but obviously mm. it's someone that grew up with you. And then the Western Sydney Eagle said, "If you tuned in over the summer, you'd realise MC's taste in music uh, is rubbish." <laughs> <laughs> I was copping a lot of blame for Vossioki, um, uh, even though my fingerprints went all over every song. Um, 
but they just assumed any bad one was mine, which is fair enough. Just ran with it. Yeah, you can. Uh, good stuff. Um, look, we'll let everyone know too the structure. So, Michael, you will join us uh, later in the year once we settle down. You're going to do Thursday and Friday. Is that cool with you? Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. David Riccio, uh, Tuesday, and Wednesday, Michelle on week, Monday. Like, yeah. Trying yeah, to keep Brandy and I apart. Bit of drama. So, a couple of extra spots um, this week. Yeah. You and Jerome, which has been sorted out. (laughs) (laughs) Don't go start in that again. (laughs) That's Uh, been sorted (laughs) out, hasn't it, Michael? Yes. (laughs) Yes. We're Uh, good. We're good. Troublemaking, inflammatory. Uh, <laughs> He's going to do double time this week. David Riccio is on a family holiday this week. So, uh, Michael, with us for the rest of the week. Have a great Tuesday ahead of Valentine's Day, Michael. Thank you, boys. Thank you, Thursday. The MC. There he is, the MC man. We're going to celebrate the birthday of Robbie Williams in a moment. Uh, sunny morning across Sydney, not a cloud in the sky here at our studios at North Sydney. Uh, chance of showers this afternoon, heading for 31 in the city, 34 in the west. And as we say, Vossioki in a moment. Uh, Robbie Williams is 50 today. Well, thanks for making the switch to breakfast with Vossi and Brandy on Sydney's Home of Sport. You're listening to SEN 1170 AM. And as we've mentioned, plenty of reaction to the drama out of the Broncos. We'll go straight to your calls and texts shortly. 1300 01 1170 is our phone number. And we have a Signet Boost Power Bank to give away for today's best contribution on the open line, Andrew. Uh, Tuesday morning where we have learnt that it, uh, the best seat in the house for you two at the Spear, if you're going over to Vegas, $3,639.51. And throw in a little processing fee. $3,639.51 to see you two at the Spear. That's the best seat in the house. The cheapest seat around the... Uh, 700 700 mark. Mm, Good luck. Cheap seats. So on the text, Payne's record prior to that incident contributed to him being rubbed out for a week. That was Anthony's point. And, and that's that is a good a point. point. Salient point. Salient that, point that is a good point because we get that a couple of times. Um, morning boys, they get suspended. Ah, oh, no, this one is just saying they get suspended and fined and don't go to Vegas. Send a message to all. Uh, but the other one, uh, the text earlier, without a name, uh, 588 says, guys, Payne... Uh, got a game because he'd been in trouble a few times. Both Adam and Pat haven't been in trouble and are clean skins just to fine uh, should be enough. And Tara says the precedence created by the Haas-Kelly incident is no longer relevant. The most recent precedence is the wrestle between Luttrell and Jack White for which they missed no games. Uh, I'm fine if the NRL penalise Reynolds and Carrigan if they retrospectively suspend Mitchell and Whiten. Okay. Fair points as well. No, no, all, all fair points. Um, yeah, but they were feedback. wrongly charged by the police. Like, it, True, it was a that, little bit different. I, yeah, yeah. I, I still watch the first part of this one, and, and there would be people tuned in now that perhaps haven't watched it, but go back and watch it closely. Like, to begin with, I thought it looks like World Championship Wrestling. Yes. Like, it is just drunk people. Yeah. And you say, as your quote earlier, Brent, no one looks good drunk. No. And they don't. They, look, they just look silly. It's very unflattering. Um, yeah. Uh, morning, Vossi and Brandy. That vision of Reynolds and Carrigan wasn't only disappointing, as the Broncos CEO said, it was disgraceful. A club that's saying they have a happy group of players, yet their captain and another senior leader player behaving like that. It will be interesting to see how Volandis and Abdo handle this. They'll set a precedent with their decision from ML at Nunda mm. in Brisbane. Not happy. Uh, yeah, Dave from Altu and Gabby says along the same lines as what others have said that uh, I'm not an apologist for the Broncos, but remember the Haas incident came on the back of him threatening the female police officers in Tweed Heads. I think 
that was a year earlier. Maybe that was a factor in the one-game suspension. And I, I think I agree with that too. Uh, for all those that have made the point that uh, Payne Haas had been in trouble recently, sort of loosely yeah. recently, but uh, enough probably to get him that game because it wasn't much that he did. Him and Albert Kelly was, it's a, was laughable, really. And I love this text. Uh, number ends in 487. Um, Brandy, give it to those journos. They hang around players, then dob them in first chance they get. Vossi's a cat too. <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what, a, what a lovely text. Should have been sent through tomorrow morning on Valentine's Day. That is very, very um, romantic. Uh, travel in paradise on maths, boys. I can't see anyone living happily ever after, says Michael. That's just an overview of, of maths, the program. Not, not right. I think Dan watches that. We'd have, we'd have to get Lieutenant Dan yeah, on. I think Dan's Dan, across Dan, that. What's, what's happening in maths? A bit of froth and bubble, is there? I haven't watched an episode of maths this, uh, maths this year, Chuck, unfortunately. Chuck Chuck's Chuck pointing Chuck to himself. Would. He says, know, I'm Charlie the man. Good, well, hang on a sec. Well, <laughs> do we need an update? Is it necessary? A bit of, or as Joel would say, a bit of Wesnaguama on uh, maths, <laughs> apparently. A bit of match drama. Well, it, it, it might interest a couple of our listeners. I, I don't know how many. Uh, They'll be... make this a mass free zone, will we? We'll steer clear. But well, if, there, I, if there's some serious drama, I does mean, any, it, does it, anyone life lessons? Well, there could be. Mm. Uh, uh, so, Brandy Tuck Shop at my school was uh, Bruno slap a sausage roll on a buttered bread roll, slap sauce all over it, or double down with a double Bruno, two sausage rolls on a bun. That's a definite green light, says the rooster man. Well, I think we've all had the sausage roll on a bun. That, that's, uh, that was staple diet. Yeah, well, these days we call him a rat's coffin, but um, we've got the bag on the line. He's become quite a regular, gets his own segment from the Central Coast because he's not on the uh, work shift at the moment. He wants to talk about Reynolds and Carrigan on one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Bag, fire away. Oh, very good morning to you. Look, I think that the, the punishment that gets served up to the uh, rugby league players quite often is doesn't fit the crime, way, way beyond what needs to be done. A little bit jack of people getting on their phones and filming all these instances. They come out, they apologise, they recognise the behaviour. We move on. Mm. Yep. That, 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 you make a lot of sense there too, Bag. Is there any wrestling um, happen late at night on the oil rig, you know, after a couple of beers? There's <laughs> anyone... Someone overboard. Has anyone ever gone off the edge? Yeah. What happens on the oil rig late <laughs> well, at night? Well, it's like Vegas. What happens there stays there, Brandy, but it's an alcohol drink, no? Is it? Yes. There's, no, there's no grog out there, mate. So uh, right. you, you haven't got an excuse for the wrestle. Maybe Parliament should be like that. Alcohol-free zone. Maybe. Yeah. Well, well, that's it. But no, to answer your question, no, no, Brandy. That, well, I think your first point, Bag, Bag, pretty strong your first point. I mean, you know, the punishment doesn't fit the crime. And, and I go all the way back to Mitchell Pearce. Like, talk about over the top. And, and we are going way back to fines, what mm. he copped yep. for the dog incident, whatever you want to call it. But we do go way over the top. I, I could live with just, okay, yeah, boys, in-house, club, you know, Broncos take care of this one. I, c- I could too. I, yes. can, I can cop that. I can live I can with the club easily, taking easily care of that. it. Yes. So. Agreed. Good what, call, Bag. As we had that maths text, I was thinking, I reckon there's a closet maths um, watcher, fan, and he's our next guest. I could be right. I could be wrong. But I've just got a feeling this bloke might know you a reckon? bit about maths. Yeah, I reckon. Well, with the family, the, the daughters. I, I just okay. This might be his escape from a very busy life that he's, he's, he's switch off time. He's absolute downtime. He watches maths. Let's find out.
Sport and the Law on Breakfast with Vossi and Brandy. For Bryden's lawyers, let our team of professionals help with your legal matter. Lee, welcome to 2024. Good to have you on. Uh, thank you, Greg. Thank you, Andrew. Happy New Year to you both. If it's not too late to say that, but it's been a while. Uh, it has. It has. Now, uh, Andrew just brought us the news that you could be a Mavs fan. That's married at first sight, Lee, if you don't know what MRFS is. Sorry, I I lost that that pop cultural reference there. Um, No, no, no. Oh, there we go. Okay. Andrew, you build us up. No, I'm not not a big fan. Not a big fan of any of the reality shows, to be honest with you. Okay. Uh, You're a man after my heart, Lee. I thought you could have done the update. Uh, Do you like fancy dress parties, Lee? Brandy doesn't. Uh, No, not particularly, no. No. (laughs) No, not not particularly. (laughs) Uh, Lee, I did read in the uh, I read in the Telegraph uh, that you have sponsored some new teams. Is that correct? Uh, absolutely, Greg. Very, very excited about that. We picked up uh, Maitland Pickers, uh, Toronto Scorpions. Uh, we've also ventured into soccer or football, as they call it, uh, with the Marconi Stallions and the Inner West Hawks. So our stable of sporting stars continues to grow. Uh, very, very excited about that because um, it gives us a real insight into grassroots uh, sport throughout the community. And we've operated in this community for a long time and, and with some degree of success. And it's uh, really pleasing to be able to give back. But we're also the major sponsor for the Newcastle Rugby League Magic Round as well, which is uh, coming up, I think, in April. So um, I really enjoy um, uh, in, you know, reaching out and, and involving ourselves at that level of the, of the game. Lee, your, your sponsorship of sport and sporting teams and sporting codes is unparalleled. And, and I, we, we've sat down, you know, with you um, at lunch and, and spoken about all the, all the not, not just teams and sports that you sponsor, but you know, you're, you're our major sponsor here on our, on our radio program. Um, you do, a, you do a, a good thing for, for, for sport in this country, in this state. Uh, I enjoy it, Greg. I really do. Um, and I try to get out there and support these teams as well. I mean, as far north as the Ballina Seagulls, we support them. Of course, all the way down to the Illawarra uh, with the Red Devils down there and uh, a lot of other teams in between. But I really enjoy getting out there. This is a very busy time of the year, of course, with all the season launches. Um, there's about a 1,000 of them in the month of February. We tried to get as many to as many as we can. Went to the Inner West last week and the Marconi Stallions. I think I've got... Uh, Newcastle Knights tomorrow night. Uh, there's a few coming up as well next week. So, no, I enjoy it. I really enjoy um, being able to contribute in some meaningful way. Now, uh, Lee, I, I almost had to give you a call over the summer. So I was um, had to go through the process of the I-Visa um, to get into the state. So not Eurista, had to go I-Visa, classified as a journalist. So there's a lot more hurdles to jump over. And I've, I've eventually got through the process. There was no dramas. There was no skeletons in the closet. But for plenty of others, you know, there's been suspicion around NRL players. Would they be able to get the green light? The American visa process, is there any legal avenue you can go to if, if you are rejected? Like, is it, just, is it just, if you're rejected, that's it? Like, if a player was told you can't get in, you're not getting a visa, that would be the end of the section? Uh, pretty much. Um, it, it is a very stringent process, and for, and for good reason. Uh, there's a lot of people trying to get into America legally and illegally, so they're very conscious of that. But as you know, I mean, for business purposes, uh, being an Australian citizen, we are permitted to travel to the United States um, under the ESTA program for up to 90 days. 
However, if you have been arrested or have a criminal conviction, then you don't qualify for ESTA and you've got to go through uh, the visa process. You're going to make an application for a visa. And you have to declare the arrest. Uh, if the arrest has resulted in a conviction uh, of a particular type, then you may be permanently ineligible to receive a visa. Now, this would include um, a conviction for a serious criminal offence, what they refer to in America as uh, crimes involving moral turpitude which would include uh, rape and kidnap, manslaughter and murder, some drug convictions, or two or more criminal convictions for which the total sentence of confinement was five years or more. So if you have to go through that process, you've got to front up to the embassy and make an application for the visa, which necessarily involves an interview process. Now, I see that all our boys have been successful so far, but if you were unsuccessful, then you would have to challenge that decision in a court of law. But it would not be in Australia because we would not have the jurisdiction over an American embassy. You would have to go through the American court system, which would be very, very difficult, if not very, very expensive. But for all intents and purposes, if you are rejected at that stage, that's pretty much the end of it. Mm. Yes. Well, there was a few blokes uh, holding their breath, wasn't there? A few of the players that had to be interviewed and uh, then have them make the decision on it. Now, the enhanced games, we, we've been James Magnuson. Uh, well documented what James has said he'd do um, and what he'll receive. Is there any legalities around someone, I, I guess, damaging their health through agreeing to take steroids? Or is it buy beware and that's just tough luck? Uh, pretty, pretty much the latter, Greg. There, there is a distinction, of course, between... Um, drugs which are unlawful and drugs which are illegal. There are many performance-enhancing drugs which are not illegal, but they would be unlawful for the purposes of professional uh, competition. So I am assuming that these participants will partake in drugs which are unlawful, the steroids and the like, which, which are, as I say, available. They're not illegal to purchase and use, and many people do, and so that's what they will be doing. However, we are all aware, and these people more than most, of the potential risk and the harm that these drugs can cause. So there is no doubt there's an element of buy beware or what the, the, the lawyers call the doctrine of voluntary assumption of risk, that you are voluntarily assuming the risk that comes with this. I can only imagine what the waiver form prepared by the organisers of this event have, have in place and that will need to be signed by these, uh, by these athletes to waive any um, uh, liability on the part of the organisers. But these athletes, as I say, would be acutely aware, would have available to them the best medical advice and would know what the risks are and they would be voluntarily assuming that risk. So I think the organisers would feel that they're in a, a relatively safe place. As to the moral component to all of this, I'll leave that to others to judge. Yeah. But uh, from a legal point of view, I'm sure that they'll take a lot of protection to avoid mm. any liability. Yep. Now, one other one for you, Lee, that um, we've experienced recently. Legalities around spectator injuries at sporting events. Uh, this follows that injury to the fan struck by the cricket ball at a Sydney T20 match. We may have gone down this line before, but is it something that's written on the ticket in the fine print? Has anyone got any case? Uh, no, not really, Andrew. Uh, again, it's a question of voluntary assumption of risk. When, when you purchase a ticket, there's a contractual relationship, of course, that exists between you and the and the organiser promoter of the game. Uh, there's also a common law relationship based on the neighbour principle of those who attend with the uh, owner and the occupier. 
And all of these people have imposed upon them a duty of care, an obligation to take reasonable care for the safety of the patrons. It is not an absolute duty. They are not liable for all and any injuries that occur. They're only liable for the injuries which they cause through their negligence. But part of the game involves, in fact, encourages the hitting of the ball over the fence. And so all patrons would know or ought to know that there is a risk of this occurring. And there's, of course, a risk of injury that comes with that if you're struck with the ball. So I think the law would actually find that there was a voluntary assumption of that risk by the patrons in attending the sport and that they've, um, they've kind of waived any sort of liability on the part of the promoters or organisers to the extent of any injury caused by a ball coming over the fence. Analogous to being struck by a golf ball, for example, on a golf course, um, that's ordinarily that, that could be construed in many instances as just part of the play if, if people take reasonable precautions. There are instances, and I remember doing a case many, many years ago um, against a fellow who struck a golf ball, injured another golfer, and we actually sued successfully because the evidence was available from other golfers at the time that he had hit off when it was not safe to do so. So that then crosses the line into a whole new area. But generally speaking, the scenario that you've raised, if it's part and parcel of the game and you're a patron, well, you've got to expect it. Well, Lee, it's uh, it's great to have you and Brydens back on board with us for 2024. Look forward to catching up uh, every Tuesday to have our chat. Fantastic stuff. Uh, great to be here, gentlemen. Have a great day. Oh, listen, Lee, just before you go, from Michael on the text yes. line, it's a pretty yes. fair question because we spoke about David Northaluma late last year and, and he's close to you and your family. Um, have you been in touch with, with David um, to know how he is going since departing from the Tigers? Yes, yeah, so now I speak to David regularly. He was at my house two Sundays ago and consumed about four kilos of meat. Um, he's doing uh, well. Uh, I think he's settling down. Uh, there are some options that have presented themselves to him, so he's considering that. Uh, but I, I think a little break from the game and a, lot of, a little break from the pressures of life generally uh, will, will serve him well. But he's a, he's a good kid. Good man. Uh, David uh, Norfoluma there. We wish him well if he comes back in the NRL. And Lee Hadji Pentelis, you'll be back on deck. And we do appreciate your support here at SEN and, and Breakfast with Vossi and Brandy. And uh, looking forward to our weekly banter. Uh, thank you, gentlemen. Always a pleasure. Thanks, Lee. All righty. Um, Lee Hedgy Pentelis right there. Uh, just a At quick update. one and a half after eight, yeah, too, Brady. E Where's the football desk? EPL update. Yeah, quickly. Dan, music. It's one all. One all. Oh, Crystal Palace up against uh, Chelsea. We're 55 minutes into the game. There's, that's it. There's only one game happening. Oh, that's it. That's, it. that's, that's it. the update. That's yeah, it. that's well it. Done. Well done. Uh, tomorrow is Valentine's Day. We've got something very special planned for the show. Can't tell you much about it. Brandy, not going to tell you even. <laughs> okay. Uh, but Good. also Thursday morning, we'll do a big uh, preview of uh, NRL trials and also the basketball because that's when the last round gets underway. Hawks and Wildcats Thursday night. Hawks, 276 to 1. My little battler may be on them. Um, you are now here with us on Wednesdays too. So you're I am. with us Monday through Thursday and we'll have Friday off. Correct. Four days straight. And miss every Friday. I don't know how I'm going to handle all right. Well, that's to cogitate right now. But a very special Valentine's Day show tomorrow, Feb 14, here on Can't Breakfast wait. with Vossie and Brandy, home of sport, uh, 11.70 a.m. in Sydney. Sport and the Law on Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy. For Bryden's lawyers, let our team of professionals help with your legal matter. 
Thanks for making the switch uh, to Breakfast with Fossey and Brandy here on SEN 1170 AM. It's going to be a sunny morning. Uh, I'm teeing off Fossey at lunchtime. Uh, there is uh, a chance of showers this afternoon. 31 in the city, 34 in the west. And we just spoke about the prices. We heard people interviewed prices for tickets yesterday at the Super Bowl between, what was it, 8,000 and 13,000? 13,000. To free uh, willingly paid it. Willingly paid it. They sound enthusiastic like yes. no dramas. We paid eight and a half thousand for a couple of for tickets. a couple. Uh, Vegas Bunny says twenty three dollars US for a Pepsi and a Gatorade at the Super Bowl yesterday. No one will ever complain about Australian prices again. Twenty three bucks is, US. Breakfast is powered by Kubota for over forty years. We've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Um, a couple of you have picked up on Lee Hedgie Pentelis wishing us a happy New Year in uh, February, February twelfth. And you pointed us to a scene from a recent episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Uh, neither of us watch the show, Brandy, but uh, plenty do. It's an exaggerated version of the life of Larry David, the creator of Seinfeld. And the final season of Curb Your Enthusiasm is currently airing on Foxtel. Here is Larry's uh, Larry taking exception to someone wishing him a Happy New Year. Happy New Year! Hey. It's a little late, frankly, for the Happy New Year, you know? Why? Just happened a couple weeks ago, right? Yeah, that's too long. Uh, statute of limitations is kind of run out on the new year. Three days. Plenty. <laughs> okay, so we've breached the yeah. code. Well, we're, we're, we're six top. weeks down down the track. Yeah, uh, uh, all right. Well, but, but we did start the year late. Well, we started yeah. yesterday. Our new and, year, and start, work-wise, started yesterday. And the lunar new year. We were able to sort of apply it loosely Tag that to, the, to the... Uh, Yes. Uh, Vossi, I'm becoming a dad for the first time in three months, says Connor. Been reading your memoirs of a rookie parent book. Uh, it's great to read. Flynn is coming soon. He has a 2024 Manly Seagulls baby eaglet membership on its way in the mail. Thinking 24 is going to be a great year from the Connor man. Uh, can you... Uh, can you dig up memoirs of a rookie do, parent? Do some just, readings just, from it? Yeah, well, just read us a few lines. Well, I know one of the key tips is when you become a dad for the first time is knowing where every bin where you can do a drive-by and drop off soiled nappies. You know, you need to know every bin. And the best are the bins that you can just drive up, wind down the window and actually lift the lid and actually have to get out of the car. Mm. You just well, what about so those open poop, bins? Poop, like poop. at McDonald's as you drive well, out, you know, the well, open yeah. bin. Well... But anyway, we see what we can come up with. Okay. That's, one, that's one tip there. Get yeah. that book in, please. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, are the Bulldogs going to be an NRL version of Basball? All out attack, tie the defence. Possibly. All those 14s, just move them around. <laughs> well, my answer, is, short answer is no. No. <laughs> There's no Basball. Campbell. Campbell. Well, I, I, I think it's tongue in cheek. It was a tongue in cheek text. Uh, how come there's been no talk about Penrith in the World Club Challenge against Wigan? Uh, funny you say that, uh, Texter603. Put your name, everyone put your names on the text, please. Uh, we are chatting to Ivan tomorrow, Ivan Cleary, the coach. Pretty so good. we'll be talking plenty of Wigan and Panthers. All right, going to tell you about our uh, Ream Prize in a moment. We'll do that after the news. The last half hour of the show will be all yours. Get on the phone, 1300 01 1170. We have lines available and ready to have a chat. But here comes Vanessa with the 830 News. Vanessa, thank you. Breakfast is powered by Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter shaping and building Australia together. If you're just joining us, you've missed plenty of good stuff. MC on the dramas out of the Broncos. Lee, had your pan tell us for the first time this year, 
on American visas and plenty more. Ticket price discussion, Vossi's basketball coaching skills, which there's <laughs> many, many one skills. Win. Yeah, one, one win. win. One win out of many. Uh, you can catch what you've missed mm. via the podcast. Search for Breakfast with Vossi and Brandy on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. We are just talking about Vegas. Mm. And uh, Russell Crowe has done a an instructional video. So basically explains how the game works and it's about five minutes and he compares it for the Americans with what they experience in their game with NFL and it's very good it's it's a very good three or four minute breakdown of the game and how it's played and what you need to be looking for I I, I was impressed and his voice his voice is great It's great. great. And he is a genuine rugby league fan. He's a good man, Russell, in that regard. Um, How would he explain a scrum, how they work in rugby league, Brandy? How would you explain a scrum to the Americans who haven't watched a game? What they're actually doing here when they sort of cuddle up? Yes, yes. Well, you you can't (laughs) call it a contest for the ball, can you? No. No, no, you're just – you're taking half a dozen players out of each team out of the defensive line – to see what the other ball, uh, other team can yeah. do with it. Yeah. So, okay. yeah. That's your explanation? That, that, that's how Very I good. would break a scrum down now. Has anyone flushed uh, Hugh Jackman out for the build-up to Vegas? Because that was always the, the dream, wasn't it? With South playing manly, it was you know, one camp, it's, it's um, Russell Crowe, the gladiator. In the other camp is the Wolverine, Hugh Jackman. But there's well, been, the Wolverine there been died in, in Logan. Lo- Logan he, he got killed off, the Wolverine, but he's back. He's back, he's back in Deadpool. Yeah. yeah, but now is he having anything to do with the Vegas promotion? Hugh well, Jack- I don't know. He's a he's a manly fan, isn't he? Or is that well, just to pretend? Well, would have liked him to have said a little cheerio or something. No, I haven't heard. I haven't heard Hugh whether he's. Yeah. I don't know whether he's getting involved or not. There was a there was a fair bit of uh, Jordan Mylada and The Rock, mm. um, you know, having a chat about Solid the game, about the ball. Yeah, good. good. Well, I'll be there. I'll be across all the programs. Maybe, maybe Joel will bring Joel back into it from the run home. Joel mm. Kane should do a little video for the Americans on rhyming slang, because what what if like it's, there's a lot of things in the Australian language which are going to be hard to explain. Well, don't you think hey, mate, you wouldn't believe. What yeah. about the Margot Robbie for Nathan Cleary? It's not collecting stamps. What do you reckon it is? Flying planes. The Margot Robbie, Brandy. I've missed that. The hobby. Oh, the, the hobby. hobby. The, right. the Margot Robbie. stamps, right. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Joel. Wow. <laughs> it's Have we got some Russell Crowe there? Just to, to, to explain if people haven't, because not everyone has social media, so they might not have come across um, a little bit of Russell Crowe. Just seeing if Lieutenant Dan, he's giving me a thumbs up. Mm. Or is that the thumbs down like Russell does? I'm not sure. He's going to flip it around. Let's have a little listen to uh, the Gladiator. Rugby League is football. But maybe not as you know it. Arguably the fastest, most aggressive, ball-in-hand football game that exists. We're underway. Rugby okay. league is played on a rectangular field of 100 oh, meters good. Length, we could go. We should have just with the show with this. Thank you, Russell. Different. Russell! There, there he is. He's starting to explain. <laughs> yep, yep. And he, and he says, you know, there's no timeouts. There's no... There. It, there's no no helmets, no pads. Um, yeah. Oh. So it's it's pretty good. 
okay, all right. Well, and it's going to be screened. Uh, Fox Sports coverage, uh, Australian Fox Sports, is going to be on Fox Sports 1. They are taking our coverage. Mm. Well, that's the big thing, isn't it? The, the, the big thing is to get... But to have Rugby League regularly on mm. Fox Sports 1, on their main True channel. That. That's, that. that's the big... That's a big get. Both Jackman and Crow unavailable for Vegas, says the Warrior Kiwi Rooster. Well, unavailable. Well, so Russell might be unavailable for the that weekend for the, for the game, but he's already done his piece. He's done he's his put piece. in. He's, he's put in. Uh, the butt munch, which is uh, which is a happy New Year, so he's defying any you know people who suggest that it's a bit late. But the butt munch, thank you for that heartfelt happy New Year, boys. From the butt munch. Thank butt munch. But but. But much. Yeah. But much singular. Yes. Just one but. Uh, reckon PVL has just said to the uh, four clubs going to Sin City, no drink while there. It says, dry trip, Andrew. Dry, oh. dry oh. tour. Oh. Have, okay. you got a, have you got a little rundown of what you're allowed to do and not allowed to do coming up? Uh, going to find that out tomorrow, actually. Got a little Zoom, Zoom meeting tomorrow on that regard. Who's doing uh, the chatting, rem- by the way? Uh, who's, who's, I don't know. <laughs> right. I don't know. Someone from the NRL? I'm not sure, Brandy. I'll let right. you know tomorrow. I'll, right. It's a bit prickly with you, I know, but I'll, I'll let you know tomorrow, okay? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll let you know on a need-to-know basis. Uh, Reminder, you can win weekly prizes and a major prize of an NRL Grand Final experience thanks to the brand of hot water that comes on steady, hot and strong, Brandy. What brand That'd be that? Ream. Correct, for $1,000. Visit nrltipping.sen.com.au. And you get on the phone now, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Lines here to talk. We're here for Bryden's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness, you can contact Bryden's Lawyers and we'll bring it home with your calls and texts in just a moment. Uh, Western Sydney Eagle says, can we get Maxwell, Reynolds and Carrigan together for a few beers and a shindig? That would be great viewing. <laughs> I agree. That's a good one. That is a good text. Uh, and you can call, get us on the text line, the Edgewater Homes text line, 0457 736 736. Edgewater Homes Mortgage Fund, up to $1,500 a month off your home line. Twos and Cs apply. The text number, of course, 0457 736 736. Vossi, and we're doing something special after the show, aren't we? Uh, we will. Yeah, because we just get so many messages in a program. And, and honestly, we just, we you think you've got time, you end up with. <laughs> some days hundreds over so from today we're launching a special podcast dedicated to all of your text messages that we couldn't fit into the live show so if you've sent it in a text message that we couldn't get to we will get to it in our special podcast only edition of the text line mm-hmm. just search for breakfast with bossy and brandy on apple spotify or wherever you get your podcasts and make sure you click subscribe the pimble panther very very strong point on the text right now Ivan Cleary on tomorrow. Great opportunity to play the Ivan song. Gone a whole summer without the Ivan song, I guarantee, while we were off. Well, no one was playing Ivan. Ivan no, no, I think, tomorrow. well, see, when we interviewed Nathan last year, we did play the Ivan song, and he mm. he got a good kick out of it. I, I'm not sure if it, you know, not sure how it would be received. Um, Three-time premiership winner? Yeah. Ivan Cleary. But we'll give it a run anyway. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah, good decision. Yeah. Well done. Yeah, yeah. Lock uh, it in, Eddie. Uh, boys, uh, and this is another good one from the Western Sydney Eagle who's been on fire this morning. Boys, I think a few of the officials in the bunker would do well to watch the Russell Crowe video. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, good stuff. Uh, actually, boys, originally the new year was April the 1st, which is where April Fool's come from. Really? So Lee is six weeks early, the April 1st. In Have the you ever heard of that? 
Have you ever heard that? Yeah, might have. Might right. have heard something similar, the calendar, how it all works. Okay. You know, leap year. Uh, okay. Uh, now, the where is he? He's he's disappeared. I was just about to say. <laughs> it's one of these jokes from yesterday, is it? No, 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 it's no, not. Jokes, no. Uh, no, it's not. Uh, the butt munch, we've already uh, had a bit of the butt munch. Oh, he's we? had plenty of the butt munch. Yeah, we don't, you're going to leave so much butt munch in one morning. Um, boys, Lee and his team have gotten behind police footy for years. That's true. They, uh, Brighton's lawyers have always been part of the um, New South Wales police football team and all that and fun mm-hmm. trips and games and that sort of thing. So there's always been that um, sponsorship, parting of dollars from Brighton's lawyers to, yep. to rugby league different teams and yeah, areas. They do a great job, Brighton's. Uh, Reptile uh, has been on the line. That's what I was looking for. He said, if the Bulldogs finish outside the bottom two, I'll get a Bulldogs tattoo on my Shaminda. Absolute insane asylum in their signings. The so the reptile, he comes, he makes some bold yeah. statements, the reptile. Jaminda, um, would Jaminda Vast know of his notoriety with the, like, he's, should he get a little bit of kickback or something, royalties, the same way when you play a song, the fact that his name, the Jaminda Vast, gets like such Ronnie a big Coot. run here in Australia, here on SEN, yeah, Ron Coote, <laughs> yeah, that's Stan it, Roy Jerd. Ball, all these, Stan Jerd, Paul Bongiorno, all of them, <laughs> they, they, they all probably deserve a little... Yes, yeah, something. something, a little royalty somewhere along those. Um, the Hedgehog says, I like how these boys got into a drunken scuffle. It's been a boring off-season. We need more of it. I think it's great for the game. Laugh out loud. Gets mm. <laughs> publicity. Any publicity is good publicity. Yeah, two mates wrestling while they're drunk. If you've got a problem with this, you ain't no fan. You're basically a moron. It's nothing. Uh, morning, <laughs> gents. Jeremy says, so-called professional athletes still believing alcohol should be part of their preparation. Still have no, no idea about being a professional athlete. Um. Yes. Well, d- d- was it Dave Donaghy or the uh, or the chairman who said I'd, alcohol isn't a performance enhancing? No. Well, different clubs have different policies, and if the season's up and running, then the the rules are different. And then there's those with injured that you know that it's a zero tolerance and all the rest. So, I, I I'm not about to buy into the policy of clubs. I get the point. I get the point that if you're saying like you know. You're a professional athlete. Do you drink at all? Well, that's personal choice, really. Mm. It's yeah. about the amount you drink, isn't it? Surely, you're, surely the person who sent that text, you're not going to say that a player, you can't drink at all. Put a, you can't, can't have, have a, a glass drink. of wine with no. his wife over dinner, or what? What are you saying? Yeah. It has to be zero, or mm. what? What are we? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. What world are we trying to reach here? Uh, not the perfect world. Dog of War says, gents, on the coverage I watched yesterday, the commentators mentioned the average cost per ticket in a box was fourteen thousand. <laughs> Uh, that, that's the twenty-person suite that Taylor Swift was in was two point five. Wow, uh, that's pretty expensive. Yes, it is. Dog of War. Yeah. What? Um, what? What? Just out of interest, we're talking um, concert prices, and that dearest mm. ticket in the sphere for you too is three thousand six hundred thirty-nine dollars and fifty-one cents, with a two dollar ninety-five surcharge for the processing fee. What is a Taylor Swift ticket? What's the most expensive here in Australia to see Taylor Swift? The most expensive. What's the most expensive ticket? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I don't know what. It, what just your average? What about just your average ticket on the floor would cost out in the stadium where you well, you're on the I ground? I obviously don't have the answer. Nor I, th- I, I think it's a few it. hundred, but I I, but, um, I think it would be a couple of hundred. You could get. Yeah. I, I reckon you'd get in for a couple of hundred. We're we're underplaying maths. Married at first sight. Um, here's a text. Maths is a talking point amongst the tradies on the job site. I think we're going to have to have a post show meeting with a Charlie. 
is a regular contributor about Married at First Sight. If we do need a daily update for that, for those people in our audience who are interested, talking on the work sites about maths, mm. Brandy, just because it's not part of our life doesn't mean that it's not part of many I'm, of our people listening to us now. I'm, I'm happy to get uh, Charlie on to talk about it, if he can remember what he's mm. saying. Like, after all those concussions. It, oh, good point. He, yeah, maybe he's not he the right man it? for the job. But, but we could run clips out of the he's, show, couldn't he's, we? He's just giving me the thumbs up. He's, he's up what, to it. We've got enough time between now and nine. Can someone ring in and give us a call just to bring us up to date in 60 seconds about what has happened in maths this year? one three hundred oh one eleven seventy to audition to be our contributor, to be our reporter. So we need a urgent maths update. Married at First Sight update right now. Right now. Um, and we'll be back in just a moment to a water prize to today's best contribution. I'm, I'm hoping it's uh, it's still to come. Uh, Vossi, we are bowing to the uh, power of numbers because maths apparently is one of the, or the most popular show on television. Um, yeah. Just before we get to our caller, who Michael from the Central Coast who's rung in, the Pearl's been vis- busy on the text line. He says, does Sugar have rhyming slang for his name? Like, it's a Joel Kane in my Shaminda vase. Joel Kane, Payne. Interesting. That's good. Um, That's good, Pearl. And not everyone's in support of our maths updates. Uh, maths, please. I'd rather have my private part shaped by a wood chipper. Thank you for that <laughs> feedback in advance of this open line call. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Michael, that's the sort of pressure you're under. You've got to make this entertaining to the masses. You're a regular watcher of maths. Thank you for joining us. BB, good morning. Yeah, unfortunately, a uh, household full of females, so uh, I'm, I'm unfortunately got no option. Uh, my quick synopsis would be um, another car crash. Um, you've got a group of females who probably didn't finish year 10 who would struggle to spell maths. <laughs> and you've got a couple of blokes where the man bun uh, reinforces the word knob. So uh, that's, uh, that's about the synopsis so far. That's a good combination, that's isn't a it? Great update. <laughs> great update. Knobs into dummies. <laughs> Yes. Um, Michael, are you available for a regular update? Is, is maths on tonight? Is it on? How many nights a week is it on? It's on tonight, yes. Michael, are you available tomorrow just to bring us up to date if there's any stunning uh, developments? I'll do, I'll do my best, mate. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, like, the, uh, like the note before, yeah, I'd rather have the proverbials and the wood chipper as well. But hey, look, I'll do my best. <laughs> You're going to take one for the team. All right, well, I'll tell you what, we'll send you out a Signet Boost power bank just to make sure that your phone is powered up to uh, ring us. So we'll get you the Signet Boost power bank. Michael calling maths like it is uh, to many. Um, I can't I can't say good or bad. I, I, I don't sit there I don't and watch know. it. So yes. Thank you. Thank I'm, you I'm going to leave switch. it. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. leave it up to everyone else. Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy on Sydney's home of sport, SEN. But remember... The E and the N, it is the Entertainment Network. So we're more than just sport, SEN 1170 AM. Matt White will follow us shortly from 9am. Don't miss Jimmy Smith from midday. Among his guests today is Matt Burton. What can you talk about with Matt Burton? Well, there's there's something. There's the elephant in the room, the flat earth. Uh, Joel and Fletch here from 3pm on the run home. Scotty Sattler, Matt Rogers from 6pm with Sports Day. And tomorrow on our show, Panthers coach Ivan Cleary, and it's Valentine's Day. So we're going to have a very special, loving program, Brandy. Get yourself ready for that. Can't wait, Fossey. You, re- you will remember it's Valentine's Day tomorrow, won't you? Uh, yes, I will. Good man. And have a, a great spoon. Tuesday. Thank you. And a spoon. Thank you. Uh, that's it. Ta-ta. Goodbye. Goodbye. Tell you. And a spoon, yes.